Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi podcast where two black millennials recap every episode of Degrassi from junior high to next class. Because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's jump in. We're back. We're back, everyone. We're back. It's officially October fully into Spooktober. This Spooktober. We're in the fall season and we're back with another episode. We are. Oh my god. Um I went to the eye doctor today mm-hmm. and it is like the worst weather. It's like rainy and cold. And I mm-hmm. hadn't gotten my winter coat out, so I had to like just I stole like Evan's like bomber jacket, which just was not doing it for me because yeah. it was short. I needed like a coat. Yeah. But I had to trudge through, like, all of this rain, and my sneakers were getting wet. It was not fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst, like, the first, like, freezing day. Like, yesterday was kind of like that. I didn't go anywhere. But I, um, for deliveries, I have to go meet them at the front gate um, to get, like, food deliveries or just deliveries in general. And (laughs) I took out some trash, so I was, like, waiting outside there for them to, like, come like for like Mm -hmm. a minute or two and i was just wearing hoodie a hoodie and leggings but i was like it's freezing like my extremities are exposed my toe i was wearing sandals like that first day of like chill when you're like not fully prepared for it is the coldest day of the year it's always like that like i feel like i'm i know that i don't know i feel like when the weather changes i also feel like the weather changed well i'm also living someplace different (laughs) Because I feel like um, I feel like the weather changed very quickly. Yeah. Um, and I was not expecting today to be so wet and so like just. I don't mind the cold, but I hate when it's just like raining constantly, and it's so gross living in New York when it rains. Like riding the mm-hmm. subway, it's like everything's just wet, and I feel like I'm just like things are sticking to me. Yeah, that's how it you is know? for me in China because I don't drive anywhere, so you're just. When you're when you're re- completely reliant on like walking and public transportation, the elements they hit different. Like they really do because <laughs> you're yeah, like cause you're I, in it. I definitely relied on a car way more in mm-hmm. Chicago than here. So I'm like, I'm like, oh shit! Like I don't have. Um, I feel like I'm almost like lost my sensibilities like how to dress properly because I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I always had a car, so it was like, yeah, you just weather shit. You're I'm not, gonna get in a car. I don't have to like, it. yeah, yeah. And I'm like, ugh, I'm like half dressed. I'm like in the streets. Everyone's like fully like like suited up, and I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. You've got to have your yeah. umbrella on you at all times. You've got to have your your layers you've got to have good warm walking shoes that could also possibly be waterproof like it's yeah i was wearing wearing sneakers and not my boots i don't know what i was thinking i should have grabbed my um like my right my leather like riding boots yeah i'm over here wearing reeboks you live and you learn i know it's a sickness lauren how are you doing i'm doing okay i'm doing okay i i feel like this past week has been a week of like China. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm just I. I think the past few months, my tolerance of like living here and dealing with the bullshit has like I have no tolerance left. Um, yeah. It took me seven years, uh, and I feel like this week has just been like a hyper, a hyper crash course of it, and I'm. 
<sighs> so fucking over it. But, you know, the sun's shining today. There's low pollution. So, like, I guess things are looking up. But I just... Well, that's the, nice. The high today is, like, 60. So we're we're in the chilly season now, which is fine. Yeah. But, you know. But I'm doing, I'm doing okay. Um... Today's like a friend's birthday party, so I'm gonna go and day drink, which is always mm. fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, but I'm doing okay. Not not great, but doing fine. <laughs> Fair enough. You know what? That's all we can ask for. Mm-hmm. I showed up today, so I wouldn't be fined. Well, no, what's no? I'm just here, so I won't be fined. That's the that's the goal. <laughs> Um, and by, by, by what, I'm, what I mean by here, I mean like here, as in like I'm showing up. No, uh, she means the podcast. When Lauren doesn't show up for a podcast, she's fined by me. She pays me. No, I mean like that, and I'm like, right. I still, I guess I should probably stay so I could continue to get paid. Like I should probably, you know, like have money. I guess I have to continue to work and like contribute to society so i can afford to live you know just honestly contributing to society is overrated yeah it's a scam it's a scam it's a scam scam. because i don't get anything out of it Uh -uh. uh-uh uh-uh but at least i'm getting a paycheck so that's what i'm that's what i'm taking out of it um so yeah isn't that great isn't that just dandy i know and it's okay. well. <laughs> How are you doing, Sidink? I'm okay. Um, work has been a lot. I'm going to Albany tomorrow for a work event, which I'm not mm-hmm. thrilled about. Albany is boring. <laughs> um, as someone that spent a lot of time in upstate New York, Albany, although it's the capital... No. Snooze fest. <laughs> yeah, literally. Real, real honk shoe, honk shoe energy up there. Okay. Um, and I have to pretend like I like it because there's people who I'll be interacting with who like live there and they're like, yeah, Albany's great. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> like, yeah, Stockholm syndrome or what? <laughs> it's very much. I remember my dad, he is from upstate New York and he would talk about like going to like these major cities when he was younger with his family and it's very much like talking about the good old days cuz when i go there i'm like so like there's no more factory jobs like the economy is shit <laughs> like, yeah what's, what's so left here <laughs> a lot of it especially like western new york is hit very mm-hmm. hard by like you know um by like um deindustrialization so it's like yeah. a lot of like rust belt um yeah. I mean Albany's not Rust Belt. Um it's supposed to be really pretty in the fall. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that, I guess. They say, I don't know. It, I, don't, it I think it's propaganda. I will is say upstate, upstate New York is a beautiful place. Um like gourd like the a true four seasons like state, like area. Mm-hmm. Um wide open spaces, lovely foliage. Um but yeah, it's, I mean, it's the same thing of like people in the South <laughs> or not, not, sorry, not people in the South. Like remember when people I went to school with, they'd be like, oh my gosh, like I just love the small town feel. And I'm like, but and they're like, well, you can know, eat it. You're just, you can look out, you can see the, the country and the nature. And I'm like, that's cool. But like, I would like something besides a Walmart, like 
Can we get yeah. something besides the local watering hole? Like, <laughs> I remember when I was in Albany last year for this same event, um, we stayed in this hotel and there was a bar like there. And mm-hmm. I found out that that bar was like the spot. And I was like, what? The hotel bar? Yeah. At the Renaissance Albany. This is the hot spot. This is the place to be. And I was like, yeah. wow. You guys, yeah. need get, <laughs> you guys need to get out more. Um, but I just checked the weather and it's supposed to be kind of nice. So that's that's good. I'm not, I'm not going to be outside very much. I'm going to be in like a, you know, indoors. Are like, you going to be there but... through the weekend? No, thank God. Um, just till the Friday, though. So like pretty much the whole week I'm going to be in Albany. And I'm just like... Mm. I was going to say, maybe you'll run into my parents. They're going up um, to upstate New York <laughs> this coming weekend. Seal um, and Joe? <laughs> Seal and Joe. I, I doubt they would go to <laughs> Albany because they know better. How but. would they react if I was like, Seal, Joe? Oh, they would actually be very excited. They love like being acknowledged and like referenced. Also, you, let's see, my dad like can hold like possibly three maximum names in his brain and so like he he remembers you on occasion he can get marley out but a lot of times he struggles to remember marley's name <laughs> shout out to marley um and then vaguely he like imprint not imprinted um <laughs> that's the wrong word uh he can he refuses to forget uh shanika um <laughs> Who wow. I was not even Listener, close with. <laughs> yeah, a friend of ours from like high school. More of my friend. That's yeah. so random. <laughs> I think I got to. I got invited to her birthday party. Remember her birthday party that was at the church? Yes. And so I yes. think my dad was like really hoping that that friendship would turn out. Um, oh, because of that church. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And so he just he just refused. He I think sometimes he'll he'll be like s. S. What's what's Lauren's best friend that she does that podcast with? S. Shanika? No, Sneak. So he'll, but he, he always references you. But on occasion he'll say Sneak, and so he, he's it's it's in recent years he's gotten better. Um, I love that parents love me. I'm very do. good with parents. They do, but I'm very they would, impressive. If they if they saw you, they would be like. So excited. They'd be like, what are you doing? Are you going to lunch? Do you wanna do you wanna grab lunch? I would join them. I would <laughs> I would totally get lunch with your parents. Yes. Just us, and I would send you a picture. <laughs> they would love it. They would love it. Like we're just ha- I'm just hanging out with your with, mm-hmm. with the parentals. Yeah. Oh, they um, were they were very excited to hear that you weren't they were like, Oh, is Sneak in New York yet? Has she left Chicago? Like they they asked for like general life updates every so often from friends so (laughs) yeah i love that i'm special um they are speaking of special our lovely listeners are very special yes they are they're very special people um have they given us any special little little words (laughs) they have um so i just want to give a shout out to well, truly the star of our last episode, uh, Fen, who gave us the <laughs> the TED Talk of drug dealing. Um, and, you know, just like, a, I feel like you could, when you, you know, when you like are watching a YouTube video or 
Googling something, like reading a blog, and they're like, sign up for our email list. They're like, you know, would you like my free ebook? I feel like we got our free ebook of drug dealing. Yeah, it was like he gave us a full rundown of the 10 crack commandments. <laughs> and I was yes. like, okay. Um, the do's and don'ts thanks, of drugs. Notorious B.I.G. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> um, but uh, they tagged us in their story a few days ago. I unfortunately missed it um, in the notifications, so I can't look at it now. But I just want to give a quick shout out. Thank you, Fen, for the lovely message, as well as the later shout out afterward publicly. We love to see it. Um, we also got a DM from Lydia. First DM mm-hmm. from Lydia. They said, I absolutely adore your podcast. It's bringing back such specific things for me and my BFF when we would watch Degrassi every week. I even pierced my nose when I was 14 while watching Degrassi and got in the most trouble I had ever been in. That's that's big 13 and energy. That's, yes. Yes. Remember when Evie pierced her belly button? (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um... One thought that I am not sure if you talked about on the pod is that the actress who plays Angela, Craig's little sister, is Cassie Steele's little sister in real life. I always mm-hmm. like to think about that. And yes, we did know that, but we love a reminder. And I think there's one episode coming up that's actually Joey Jeremiah's last appearance on Degrassi. And yes, and that episode is well was um angela was in briefly like just like mm-hmm. kind of like well no, no, it's not the no last time lines. seeing that actress though mm. it's the last time we i think i think similar to joey it is i think we probably have seen angie for the last time as angie but the actress alexa Steele, i think her name is comes back later as another character Oh, Degrassi. They love She's just like on that. the show again. And it took me the longest time to realize that because I was like, she looks familiar. But like, mm-hmm. I was like, I couldn't really place it until I like saw her name. And I was like, oh my God, that's Angie. <laughs> like, she's so grown up because she was like yeah. 15. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, Angie, go to bed. It's past your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Angie, go to bed. What are you doing? <laughs> um, we also got um, a article through Degrassi fandom website, like the Degrassi wiki. And (laughs) there's an entire like rundown of Liberty and Tower's relationship, (laughs) 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 which is, I mean, I'm scrolling. There's trivia. Let's see. Do you think Liberty ever hung out in the ravine with Towers? I mean, surely. Surely. Right, because Towers hung out with um with Jay and them. Exactly. And they love like, the ravine. Yeah. Maybe not like late night hours, but she was definitely there. She's definitely there for like a day party. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. Here's a bit of trivia. Um this relationship would have been explored further in the show, but Travis Donegan, who played Towers, the actor was fired because he showed up late to set too often. The drama. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, he's a Lindsay Lohan, I see. The Lindsay okay. Lohan of the cast. <laughs> Towers, we're waiting for your comeback, number five. I mean, he's going to come back with like a Netflix Christmas movie. 
like Miss Lindsay. So it's okay. Yes. Um, okay, we also got a DM from friend of the pod, Miss Justine from the Shore Store podcast. Justine, Justine. Yes. Um, and sent us some uh, articles from Degrassi Reddit, which we need to look at more often. Um, we do. So this one's actually uh, really good. So uh, Stacy Mistish. Oh, so this is the article. Or what do you call a Reddit post? Is it Reddit post? Okay. It's like a thread. <laughs> I know things, guys. I'm with the. I'm with it. Um, Stacy Mystician did an interview on a podcast a while back when she talked about Kevin Smith inviting her out to New Jersey in the '90s to read for one of his movies. Apparently, he wrote a prominent part for her in one of his films. I forgot all of the details, but I remember her saying that Kevin had one of his friends ask Stacy if she would be interested in dating Kevin. Kevin oh no, I just need to take a break. Kevin, we are we are grown. We are not fifteen. You can ask Stacy yourself. <laughs> yeah, because if he was like for his movie, he was an adult. But yeah, it was for his movie, but then he had his friend ask if if she was interested in dating him. I know, and I'm like, like, <laughs> speak to her. Like, are you, what's wrong with you? I know. God, so see, Justine, Justine, as a Kevin, I'm, I'm talking to you, Miss Ma'am. As a, as a Kevin's apologist, it's not helping your argument. <laughs> listen, listen, you said it, not me. Um, Justine, come back on the pod and explain yourself because this isn't working. This isn't meshing. <laughs> Um, okay. When Stacy declined, she was in a relationship. She found out that the part had gone to someone else and they didn't talk much after that. Then Degrassi, the next generation happens and Kevin Smith is in a plot where he's in some rom-com fanfic where he and Caitlin are drawn to one another, even though she's dating Joey. <sighs> Revisionist literally history. play out his light. Oh my God. He's a, monster. he's a monster. <laughs> he's a fucking creep. <laughs> he's probably um, not a bad person, but he's just like, yeah. this, this is gone to This bit has gone on for too long. Just, just a smidgen. Um, and then we also got another Reddit. I think it's a possibly a Reddit post or just a screenshot of a movie from 2004 called Going the Distance. Um, that stars uh, Mr. O in a non-Degrassi role. And it's, <laughs> oh, it, it's very much like, a, I'm looking at the poster for it. It's giving like, dude, where's my car? Um, yes, Euro trip. I know this movie. Thank and, you. <laughs> yeah. And it's. Um, I was trying to think of what it was, but I'm like, oh, going, that's yeah. unfamiliar. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like um, Euro trip. Kind mm-hmm. of. They're all in the RV, and the tagline is "They came, they saw, they came," and there's a busty blonde, possibly a Playboy model type from Girls Next Door, also in the little logo, and it says "Special Appearance by Avril Lavigne." So I assume that this is a Canadian heavy <laughs> movie. <laughs> That's just such like a, a time capsule, like special appearance appearance by the Olsen twins. Like what? <laughs> exactly. But 
Um, so thank you, Justine, for that. We also got a DM from Konat Konatis Kawaii, who has DM'd us before with some lovely, um, some tea. So uh, she sent us uh, earlier this week saying, oh, I took the wrong screenshot. Let me go back. Um, about how... Da, 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 da. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they said it's Jamie Ray is is their name. Okay. So I think did we mention that um Peter's girlfriends always end up in CW spinoffs? Um I think vaguely, but yeah, I mean we know that later um, not to spoil too much, but mm-hmm. I think at least two two girls he dates end up. Right. Okay. So we did mention that. Okay. So um, they. So we we covered that. Uh, so since we're on this episode about Snake making out with Miss H, I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a deleted scene on the DVD box set where Miss H is in the car making out with. Okay, do you have any guesses for who it is? Is it a teacher or is it a student? It's a it's a staff member, yeah. It's not a student. Um the guy the guy who like you you DM'd. <laughs> no, not that guy. Not the not the teacher former mechanic from Degrassi Junior High. It's a guy no, who's who? not on the show anymore. Mr. Oleander? No. Mr. Raddit. What? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> like, Miss H, come on. Miss H ain't got no standards. Ugh, girl. I come know. on. You're not, they, even, you're not even making out with, like, porn era Raditch. Like, like, gross. Like, this is gross era Raditch. Um, but uh, Jamie sent us a delete, like, a YouTube link as well. Um, that we'll have to check out. Um, but yes, so Mrs. H is in the car making out with Principal Radich. So this isn't her first rodeo with her coworkers, which is like even like Miss H, like grow That's up. That's why Peter is the way uh, that he is. He had, they both have no boundaries. Yeah, that like we were out here blaming his dad. Like no, this yeah, is, you're a mess too. Yeah, you're in it she- too. <laughs> I, you know she, you know she might. Who knows? Probably even give give me some Mary Kay Letourneau vibes. I don't trust it. I don't I trust mean, her. She, okay, so it says she had Radich in season three, so I guess she is making her way around campus. Miss H is definitely a guy's girl from the shamelessly macking the fa- male faculty to not caring about her son, not caring what her son did to Manny. Which, yep. Um, but yes, so thank you for that, Jamie. We had no idea about that, and we will definitely be, like, it's a YouTube link. I'll mention it here. It's a YouTube link, Degrassi, the Next Generation Deleted Scenes from Season 3 on YouTube. I need to to check out these deleted scenes, because I think there's a whole other, like, universe, like, happening that I'm just, like, 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 it's like, it's like a multiverse of madness I'm, like, not even aware of. Exactly. (laughs) Um, 
Okay, we also got a DM from Gavi. Last week we were talking, or maybe the week before, we were talking about school systems um, being difficult for uh, single or working parents uh, when you have to get school supplies last minute. Oh, yeah. Um, so speaking of school systems being difficult for single slash working parents, my older sister once got an assignment from a teacher to go to the store or library or something and bring whatever it was to school the next day. My mom worked till late, late and literally wrote a note to her teacher. Like if you want something last minute, you can take my daughter to get it. Otherwise give me more notice because I'm actually working. Surprisingly, my mom had no chill. (laughs) I mean, I don't blame her. That is a bit, it's one thing like, you know, I definitely was a, a, a repeat offender of like having assignments waiting last minute and then bugging my mom to get me stuff like the night before. Uh But I couldn't imagine if like a teacher was like, tonight I need you to go get poster board. Like, um, I'm eight. I can't, and this is in (laughs) Japan. I can't just like walk and go get it myself. Yes. Okay. I can just go run my little errands. So, um, Also, speaking of which, have you heard of this show? I need to find the name of it. Um, it's a Japanese show about uh, where little kids who are like five. That's are what I'm given- referencing. <laughs> okay. Yes, they're like giving a list seen of it. things. I always get yeah. the preview for it. I, I, I'm going to watch it tonight when I'm packing. I need, a, mm-hmm. I need something like soothing. And it's like them going to the store and then like the adventures they get into. Because, you know, yeah. when you live in a safe country, <laughs> your yeah. kids can just like go, go exploring. Exactly. They'll come back. <laughs> yes. Um. Thank you all so much for your lovely words. As you know, you can hit us up at EWSPod on Instagram, hop in those DMs, or comment on the posts that Lauren posts um, every week with the new episodes. Um, But you're ready to jump into this episode. I sure am. Um, Yes. So this week, I feel like I'm doing a lot of S noises. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm like really working on my diction. Um, I'm not, though. (laughs) We'll be right back after a quick break. Uh, so this week we watched um, episodes 13 and 14 from season five, Together Forever and I Against I. Um, starting off with episode 13, Together Forever, synopsis. Downtown Sasquatch have a shot at a record deal when a music producer shows interest in them, but they later find out he is only interested in Craig, who has to make a difficult choice. Meanwhile, Liberty prepares to give birth while dealing with the stresses of school. Um, I literally have no memory of this episode. Like nope. um, when I started watching it, I was like, I don't, I've, I don't, I've seen it. I had to have seen it, but I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. I actually was like enthralled. I'm like, oh, I wonder, wonder what's going to happen next. I know. And it's like, it's kind of a big plot point episode. Huge plot point episode. Yeah. But like, the moments that happen aren't really entirely addressed a whole lot again. So Right. And they also don't, I feel like they just don't stand out in my mind, which is weird. Because like, this is the episode when um, Craig leaves. I mean, he, he comes back. Like, he leaves. Um, and Delivery has a whole ass baby. And I do not remember any of these two things happening. And it's no. like pretty major, like um, kind of like wrapping up of like big storylines. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know, considering Craig came on to the show with like a big 
like you know fanfare it's weird mm-hmm. that he's left the way he did and i was like oh i guess he's gone <laughs> yeah okay. it's 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 very bizarre yeah um but in our cold open craig is in the garage with ellie and he's like strumming on his guitar and they're talking about like you know their dreams of what will happen when they get discovered because it looks like they're going to be in this like showcase and they're kind of like fantasizing about their lives as like rock stars um craig is like i'll buy a car and ellie's like i'll invest in properties and craig doesn't understand why she's so responsible i'm like ellie has an alcoholic mom at home like she yeah she's been grown for a while she's been grown for a while like she's 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 lived a life of spontaneity and she's like i just want to settle down with my condo um <laughs> so <laughs> i want i want to i want to join a co-op and i'm like honey you're 16 mm-hmm. why do you even know what a co-op mm-hmm. is um <laughs> I barely know what one is. Um, so they start kind of like play fighting and Joey comes in and he's like, Joey's like, he remembers, he knows Craig. They see each other. They know each other. It's like, oh, I see We see you. each other. Yeah. We see each other. Um, he comes in, he has a call from Manny, but Craig doesn't want to take the call. And I'm like, is he already cooling on Manny? Like y'all just got back together like yesterday. I mean- that's very ac- that's very accurate and predictable for Craig to do. Just saying, that's true. Craig is um, Craig is toxic. I mean, I know we love Craig, <laughs> but he's a he's toxic. He's a fuckboy. Mm-hmm. You need to he's run a, away. He's a huge fuckboy. Yeah, yeah. Everyone should run away from him. Um, but uh, yeah, in the first full episode. Um, whole scene sorry um he's like doing this presentation because actually in the previous scene they've been talking about this like presentation they had to do he's doing this presentation on world war one um and he sucks and he like does not know anything about it and i was like as a canadian he should know more about this war i feel like canada played a pretty significant part in world war one um i feel like he should yeah because they're like full-on like part of the commonwealth Right, and like you got like they, I, I think that the that Canada lost actually a lot of, um, a lot of soldiers. So I'm like, mm-hmm. shame on Craig, he's not a real one. Uh, what was was that? Was it the War of 1812? That yeah, um, that uh, Joey and yeah, and that's why uh, Joey, Joey and you. Liz, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't really paying attention to the board, so I just assumed that that was the war because also Craig wasn't giving any details about it. So I was just like, oh wow, look at that full circle. But yeah, it was World yeah. War, I wasn't World clear war on it until he said um, Franz Ferdinand, which I'm oh. surprised he had a trouble remembering. I'm like, because that is a, a band. band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ellie is in you know a class. She's trying to like help him out. And she gets caught. Um, but Craig definitely is like, he fucked up this project. Yeah. Um, Liberty and Toby are going to um, this like assembly, I guess. Like, do they even like say what it is? It's some kind of like thing they're doing. Some presentation. Is it at the school? They're like rep. They're supposed to, like because they're talking about it and like they're gonna represent the school in this oh. like assembly, but they never really quite say what it is. But like, I think they did in passing. I because I wasn't taking notes, I don't remember. But um, it was like some sort of like model UN type community school meeting, like where a bunch of different schools would be meeting together. Not model UN, but something like it. Got it. Um, yeah, so they're going to this assembly. 
Um, Toby suggests that she gets a ride from JT, but Liberty is apparently not speaking to JT anymore. And Toby's in a very weird place, kind of like in between the two of them. Um, he asks Liberty how the baby is doing, but it's very clear that Liberty is overstressed. But Toby mm-hmm. kind of makes himself like present to like help her out. Yeah, um, I was. What is that? Am I thinking of a movie where like there's a teen mom? Is that Juno? No, because he's the dad. <laughs> there's like a a movie where like a young girl is pregnant and then she like kind of has like a guy best friend that falls in love with her, but then she doesn't like him. Oh, I don't know if I remember that. Maybe um, I'm thinking of something else. It's not coming to mind. I mean, I think of like the diary of an American secret life, an American teenager where like, yep, that's what I was just thinking too. And he's like in love with her, and I'm like, she's pregnant. Like, I'm not, so not like say like pregnant girls like don't deserve love, mm-hmm. but it is like, I don't know. I'd be alarmed if I had like a teenage son who like decided he wanted to date a girl who was like already pregnant. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, this was inappropriate. Like, I don't know if this is like your prior. Is it a pri- is a priority? I feel for like either of you. <laughs> I feel like that's a few episodes of Teen Mom or not Teen Mom, Sixteen and Pregnant. There's like a few of those. Maybe that's what yeah. I'm thinking of. It's just a couple episodes of that. <laughs> yeah, of like um, person, teenage boy who like decides he wants to be a stepdad, and I'm like, you're 17. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like, have an out. Like you, don't you, have you to literally have an out. This does not have to be your life. It's not your responsibility. Um, yeah. So um, we find out that Toby is kind of like a, a go between between Liberty and JT. Because he's basically like giving like JT, like filling him in about how Liberty's doing. Mm-hmm. I wrote, "Ooh, what if Toby and Liberty got together and raised a baby? That would be really interesting." <laughs> they would probably have more chemistry than her and JT. I still, I still stand by. I think they have good chemistry. I'm like, mm, that would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, he's kind of doing, kind of doing the go between. Um, JT is worried about Liberty, but Liberty is Liberty, and she's just like, you know tough cookie she's like i can do this myself mm-hmm. i can do bad all by myself um <laughs> we find out that craig failed this assignment surprise surprise um marco has straight back cornrows cornrows oh and i God. die <laughs> i mean what like, are those sh- shout out to terry they at least look better than those um but also like what oh who was it who was I feel like there was some like pop artist that had. Did Enrico Iglesias ever have cornrows? Am I imagining that? Um, maybe. I feel like if it wasn't Enrique, it was like someone adjacent. I know Justin Timberlake has had corn. He's had all the, all the things. He had cornrows before. <laughs> He's had a lace front. He's had everything. <laughs> like not a lace front. He had a forty inch bust down. <laughs> he had everything. Yeah, <laughs> and he, he was like, I can guarantee you, he was like constantly being like, "Did you know this is a selling? I got weave." He just constantly was telling black people left and right that he had a weave. He's like, he "Girl, I had a weave before." You know, you know, Justin Timberlake <laughs> codes like tries to like put on a black accent. He talks like white black woman, black oh, woman in particular. Fucking, but like specifically, no. it's like. Girl, you know, I'm like, you're not, I'm not your girl. Like, don't talk to me like that. Fuck you. I mean, the fact, the fact that, like, Justin Timberlake hasn't realized that, like, if we don't like him, like, 
No. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't realized that. But I mean, I mean, I will that fucking video of him in DC. DC, beat your feet. Dude. <laughs> All right, Cotton Eye Joe, like, sit down. Like, oh my God. But, like, if he, I mean, we've talked about this. The If you, as a white man, want to be accepted universally by your fan base, which for anyone, if you want a true fan base, you got you to gotta win over black women. He had to have dated, like, a few black women, and then we would have, like, literally imprinted on him. And be like, yeah, okay. he never did. At least not publicly. Exactly. Well, no. d- allegedly, Janet. Look how that ended up. Um, he's yeah. my enemy <laughs> forever and ever. <laughs> I have a blood feud with Justin Timberlake. Exactly. Me and his children, and my children but, with his children. <laughs> if he, if he was, if he had a good, if he really wanted to, he could have really bamboozled us all and just he could have dated I'm a few he black never women. Did. I'm surprised he never did. As far as I know, he he might have had some in there. Um, I love I love white people who are just like white and who like just lean it. Like I love I like Taylor Swift for that reason. Taylor Swift has never tried to be anybody mm-hmm. but Taylor. Like she's like she's white as hell. Mm-hmm. When when Taylor Swift stands up at an awards ceremony and those long ass limbs start dance, moving, I'm like that girl is white. Mm-hmm. And she'll never try to be nothing else. And I'm like, I like that about you. She'll never show up with no short ass haircut talking about like she's twerking. She'll never show up, you know, speaking in a weird accent for some reason. Mm-hmm. Taylor stuff is like, I'm white as hell. I grew up on a Christmas tree farm, honey. I'm like, yep. <laughs> Whitest thing I ever heard. <laughs> Literally. Like, Literally. Keep, 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 just keep doing you. Paul Rudd, also a very white man. Good for him. Yes, I like him. Like, because he's exactly. white. Exactly. Just stay in your lane, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Be yourself. And exactly. Just be yourself. You don't have to, like, impress me. That don't impress me much. That's what that song's about. <laughs> Justin Timberlake. <laughs> but Justin Timberlake specifically. Literally. <laughs> I'm just picturing him <laughs> doing the beat your feet dance. <laughs> but, like, that don't impress me much is playing on top. <laughs> I mean, that he would pro- it would probably go along better with that song than anything else. That would be actually. I think actually, the, how fast he's going goes with the song. It's just, it's just the fact that like he right like ask any at ask a white person in DC. Do you know what "beat your feet" means? Like nine times out of ten, they're gonna be like, "Nah, I don't." And the fact that like the whitest of white people outside of Taylor Swift, Mr. Justin Timberlake, in DC was like, "Beat your feet." And then a portion of the audience is going to know what he's referring to. And then that portion of the audience is like, what the fuck are you doing? And then he goes yeah. viral for just overall bad dancing. And then the double whammy is that <laughs> he's not only bad dancing, but absolutely like obliterating like <laughs> a DC staple. Like, get the fuck yeah, out of like, here. He wasn't even beating his feet. I don't know what that was. Like, I've never seen anyone. I've seen, I've seen plenty of people beat their hippie before. I've never seen that. It was. I it was, seen that in my it was life. nothing. It was like a, a like a tap dance. It was a a jig. It was an Irish like. Uh, jo- what's Listen, the Irish? You, you can't see me, but you can hear my <laughs> necklaces jingle. I'm doing. Oh God! If it was you like a funky chicken. It was like exactly weird. Listen, I wish you'd done the funky chicken. If you don't know what we're referencing, go go YouTube Justin Timberlake 
beat your feet and then Google, how do you beat your feet? And then look at, look at the difference. Or just like YouTube, just like people, <laughs> go-go dancers, like doing, yeah. like beating their feet. And it's not that. And I, but, I say um, this as someone that cannot beat their feet, but I at least know not to try. Yeah. I know. I know what it's like. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how to do a lot of things, but like, I also don't pretend like I do. I'm like, I don't know how to mm-hmm. do that. But I know mm-hmm. when I see it, that's how you do it. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, but Craig is like, I don't care about university. He's like, I'm going to be a rock star. And his friends are like, well, we care about university. Um, Ellie is planning <laughs> on taking the next year off. And Jimmy, and I should say Drake, because that was some Drake, that was some Drake level mm-hmm. shade. He shades her. He's like, oh, so you're just like follow Craig around for the next year. And I'm like, oof. <laughs> Jimmy is Listen, salty. This is high. Did you hear about, um, <laughs> Drake? Like DMing like a YouTuber who like reviewed his album. No. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna give a quick synopsis. So this uh there's this one like hip hop album reviewer on YouTube um oh. who like gave Drake's latest album like not a like perfect review. So okay. Drake DM'd him like like four insults that were like so bad like they were so bad i couldn't remember but it was like like bad like they were really like cruel or bad like they were lame like lame like lame (laughs) 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 like like very much like you couldn't think like be like well your your fucking mom's stupid like it was like lame (laughs) that kind of energy and then one of them he like made a reference to like the actual YouTubers like review system, like showing that Drake actually watches this man's videos. So what the YouTuber did instead of exposing Drake for the actual DMs, he mm-hmm. he like made this fake DM of like Drake like he 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 released this DM that like Drake. Uh, was trolling him and being like, oh, really loved your video. Also, by the way, here's a really good vegan cookie recipe. Like, (laughs) (laughs) which wasn't real. What Drake did, he saw that this YouTuber was, like, posting this fake DM. Like, like, oh, shit, like, Drake trolled me after this review. Drake went to the lakes of, like, that wasn't my real DM. And and sh- and shared the actual he DM. He exposed his own DM. Oh my god! <laughs> and it was so lame <laughs> to so a YouTuber. Like-, <laughs> like, what are you doing, Drake? And he was like, "Listen, this one fake DM. Like, I I want people to know the truth, but the truth is that you're lame as hell. <laughs> <laughs> the and truth is, watched- a YouTuber was saved your ass. Why would you even <laughs> do that? Now I want to know what the DMs were." It was like, it it was, it was something like, like, it didn't make any fucking sense. It was like, oh, like, you only date black women. It it was so many, it was four things that didn't make any fucking sense coming from Drake. Is the, is the person like black? Uh, he's, he, he presents like he could be white, but he's, he's mixed. Oh, okay. I've seen this guy before. I think he's popped up in like my recommended Anthony Fantano. Okay, what is the DM? <laughs> Drake slid into my DMs. Your existence is a light one. 
So and a white one, one is is part of his ranking system. Okay, so so Drake said your existence is a light one, like the number one, and the one is because you are alive, and because you somehow wiped a black girl. I'm feeling a light to descent one on your existence. Mm-hmm. What? What does that even mean? <laughs> That's how you know Drake got a ghostwriter. Cause I'm like, what the? Fu-? I feel like he was trying to like spit something, and it was like, what the fuck does I that know. mean? Like, what are you I saying, know. my guy? Like, you, yeah, you know, I, I always heard that rumor that he didn't write his own shit, but now I'm like, yeah, you don't write your own shit. You don't write your own shit because that shit was whack. And the fact that he did that after after the YouTuber was like, you did you didn't have to do anything. Like he he could have destroyed you and he didn't and then you're like you know what let me destroy myself. He's just like a YouTuber. Like I mean not to like you know not to like like YouTubers are nobodies because like YouTubers have a platform. Right. But it's like you're Drake. Why like, you're are you Drake. watching this? And he's one critic. Like why do you like these people have such like light such egos and that's and that's how I know that's how I know like that was some Drake energy being like oh mm-hmm. you're gonna foul crank it's like you're also a little bitch boy like cut out. <laughs> Damn. Exactly. I, I could fight Drake. I could beat his ass. Like, <laughs> I could beat uh, his ass if I needed and, to. And the fact, Drake, <laughs> why are you calling him out for and for snagging a black woman? Where are the black yeah. women in your life? Is that sir? bad? I'm like, what are you trying to say? Why? Because your baby mama white? So, like, what you think you're better than somebody? Yeah. Your old scary ass baby, the blue eyes looking like. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the air the the child of the actual Aryan race. Like come on. Yeah, he's like <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Drake. Sit down, Jimmy. I know. It's like, what are you talking about? Like it's giving anti black. Like why is that supposed to be the insult? It's like, oh your wife's black? Like <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> the more you think about it, the more it's just like, oh my God. <sighs> <laughs> Your exist. I'm, I'm all picturing him saying it when he wants that fake, like Jamaican accent. Like literally, you fucking know he's saying it that way. He's saying it like, "Your existence is a light one, and the one is because you are alive, <laughs> <laughs> and because you're somehow like the black girl." I'm feeling a light to descend one on your existence. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> One one. God. <laughs> like okay. Anyway, Spinner shows up and he's got some CDs and he's like, "Yeah, my dishwasher, the, the dishwasher here at the dot is in a band called Money Money, which is a very good name for a band, by the way. Money Money. I'm like, oh, that's hot. I like that. Money Money. The thing y'all is, change, y'all need to change your name. Downtown Sasquatch yeah. is not going to cut it. <laughs> it's as, as we said before. It's so uh-huh. difficult to say, and you need mm-hmm. something that rolls off the tongue, is memorable. And you don't have to think about when you're trying to think of the name. You should just come out, you know? Yeah. Especially for that era, like this era of like kind of like indie scumbag. Yeah. Money, money's hot. Yeah. Downtown Sasquatch is not. Exactly. It's giving Yeti. Because literally it is. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it's giving Bigfoot. Um, mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, so yeah, he's like, yeah, they're they're in, you know, my my dishwasher's in this band. They're also doing the Northern Sound South showcase, and he's like, they're really good, so like you might want to listen. So you know what they're doing, you know, poor poor Spinner is still trying to like infiltrate his way into this friend group. Mm-hmm. Um, but like by insulting them, 
I don't. So I wasn't clear if he was trying to be like, huh, listen up, losers. Or if he was trying to be like, hey, so you know, this is who you're up against. Like, you might, like, I'm trying to give you, like, insider information. I don't yeah. Know. It could yeah. be either way. I mean, also, it's like coming from Spinner, it's like, you try to, like, I was like, are you salty about leaving the band? Like, is that what it is? Yeah, <laughs> I guess, yeah. with it's, a girl. Yeah. He hates that. I guess it's not terrible. Yeah. I guess not. I mean, Spinner's done worse things, like getting his friend shot. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're at the showcase, and um, Downtown Sasquatch is still doing their, like, funk thing. And the song actually kind of gave me Franz Ferdinand a little bit. Very much. Take me out. Yeah, it's, it had like the same like bass run. I I feel like it was totally that. Um, Ellie's drumming is not good. <laughs> um, yeah, I am not a drummer, and I'm like, I'm like, she, she yeah. falling behind the beat. Like you need to yeah. catch Girl, up. You keep up. Come on she now. Chase, chasing the beat. I'm like, honey, <laughs> you, need, you, need keep, you need to keep the beat. Like you are. The That's drummer. literally your one job. <laughs> your one job is to keep the beat. Um, but like a scout is like watching them. He has like a leather jacket on, so you know he's like in the industry and um another band goes up and i guess it's money money and he's a, he's doing his best like julian casablanca's impression um he looks very like much like um like julian casablanca's um but I, I was watching i was like yeah i really do love this era of music it really took me back to like uh-huh. you know this this time period of a lot of bands that i was like very into at this age um, yes but the scout shows up and he's like, yeah, you guys are really good. He's like, I like the song and the vocals. Um, and the scout lets them know that, that, you know, you guys are rough, but, you know, he wants to work with them. And he wants to manage them. But he's like really right. looking at Craig. He's like, I want to manage, yeah. manage you, you, you sexy teen with the curly hair. Yeah. I also <laughs> was like, <laughs> because I couldn't remember this episode, I was waiting for the manager to like somehow like be a predator. Like he... <laughs> trying to lure he was trying to lure the band but then eventually like narrow in on craig like he was like oh yeah he's or he was the like a scammer or yeah something. i like, was expecting like that fake. yeah i was too um i was happy that they didn't go that route um i think craig has seen enough darkness in his life i'm like maybe it's nice that something good is happening to craig yeah. finally it was yeah it was weird though because i was like <laughs> the the setup of of this episode you would expect that like, this was going to be Craig's, like, rude awakening or something. Like, he's failing his projects. He's not taking the effort into what he needs to be doing. He's fucking up his relationships again. But then somehow, like, like works out for him. And I'm like, this is it. <laughs> he gets rewarded for all of it. <laughs> and he gets, like, his solo career because, like, someone believes in him. I'm like, what the fuck? This is... <laughs> No. Yeah, I think that they were trying what they were trying to go for is like I mean, Craig is following his passions, but like Right. I think the like, unfortunate implication is like if you're just like you can just fail upwards basically. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. I mean like I mean props like Craig has been through a lot, as you mentioned, but like it's like this is it. The math ain't mathing because this isn't reality, but right. whatever. But you know. It's Craig. They love the writers. Love Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig goes home and he tells Joey and Diane, who is still around, that they were just signed. I'm like, you guys signed things? Like, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Like, red flag. Like, okay, first off, you're all children. Where uh-huh. your parents? You need a lawyer. A Do lawyer? not 
the music industry is predatory. You do not just sign shit until you get a good lawyer to get their eyes on that document. Exactly. I mean, look at look at any of the girl group. TLC. TLC. TLC winning Grammys and like we're broke. (laughs) We ain't got shit. We're like literally damn. almost homeless. Like, yeah, you, you gotta be careful. But they're like, yeah, we got signed. And like tomorrow we have a photo shoot. Like we're going like full A and R. Like we're about to like just like they're about, like, you know, make us into stars. Um, but Craig also gets a letter from um U of T and he got early acceptance with a full ride scholarship. Um Manny is there and she's like very excited. Uh-huh. Um and he's like, oh, my God, this is great. You know, um, I think she's something like, oh, my God, you can, like, you know, do the band stuff now and then, like, college in the fall. I'm like, I don't think that the band thing is going to be, like, just a summer thing. I think this is, like, like you get the fact, like, The what? fact that, these, that, the, that half of the cast is like, look at this. We'll do this and then we'll have our summer vacation and then we'll go away to college. It'll be perfect. And it's like, that's not... Have you oh seen God. anything? Have you seen any behind the music? Have you right. watched any documentaries about the business? Obviously not. I miss behind the music. I miss like, oh God. Music television used to be so good. Like MTV and VH1. I know. I used to love, like, I used to love a diary. Diary uh-huh. was my shit. I loved diary. And it's just like, you know, diary. There's actually, I just watched um, I'm, one. I'm Britney Spears and I'm doing the crazy music video i'm just like yeah cool <laughs> i just i just rewatched. i watched it when it first came out but i rewatched it recently because i got hbo max because i gotta watch degrassi obviously um and there's they did a series on four different artists but uh they had a docu documentary called jagged about alanis morissette's like career and then her first album um, mm. You know, first major al- solo album, um, Jack a Little Pill. And it was really, really good. And it reminded me of, like, that era of, like, Diary and Behind the Music. It was so fucking good. And Back I'm like, when, we need like, more of this. We, it's, it's never going to work, though. And it's because, like, social media, like, social, because celebrities are so accessible to us now. It's not as fun. Like, we used to watch Diary. It was because, like you very rarely got to hear from like an artist like from their words and you like followed them and like you got to like see your favorite star just like existing and now everyone's just so overexposed i feel like it kind of kills the novelty of it and like now they're everyone's doing these like music documentaries now with like oh but they're all bs yeah but they're just like they're just they're just like pr they're not really like i mean and obviously diary and stuff was pr too but it didn't it felt rougher and more like you really are you know, just following or even like older music documentaries like um like um Britney Spears had one like the I think it's like a Once Upon a Dream or something tour. Um dream she goes to Mexico. Dream. Yeah, and she goes to like Mexico and like it rains mm-hmm. and they get mad at her because she can't do like the the show. Or like yeah. I mean if you want to go real old, like Madonna's like Truth or Dare and it's like mm-hmm. that felt like authentic and just like but also, yeah. like, not because then she also like cried on her mother's grave and it felt very <laughs> weird. Like, Could we do another take? But it still it still had that feeling of like, oh my god, I'm catching a glimpse of like mm-hmm. stardom, 
And now it's like everything is so like available to you. It's like nothing is cool. Like I don't there's nothing interesting seeing someone run behind stage. Like I know what it looks like, but it used to feel cool, like, oh my god, quick change, like ah, the frenzy of a concert. And it's like we all know how it works now. We all know how the sausage is made and it sucks. Yeah, it, I feel I agree. I think if the if they were to redo that today, it would just be like the the <laughs> I, I was gonna say industry plants, but not the industry plants, but like the heavy like I don't know the same. I feel like the same way that like they would like like the the big the big girlies, right? Britney Spears. <laughs> just trying to think of someone else, but like they would like. Uh, like have the endorsements or like Britney Spears with like the Pepsi girl. Like mm-hmm. they would have like their like kind of like really obnoxious endorsements. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how documentaries and like authenticity PR is now. And it's yeah. like it's just like, like okay, one big we commercial. And mm-hmm. like it's and then it also I think also because we know so much about celebrity now more we catch the bullshit more. I feel like yeah. I could watch those old ones and be like, okay, like I took it at face value. Now when I watch like Miss Americana with Taylor Swift oh and she's God. like creating this narrative of like, I could never be political because country music. <laughs> and I was like, you literally like did this whole feminist thing. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what, you know, I watch it. I'm like, you're lying, Taylor. Like, yeah. you just didn't, you didn't want to lose your conservative fan base. So you did the, the feminist stuff so long as it was girl power, but you never really got deeper than that. But don't pretend like you weren't political. You like, you're out here talking about feminism and like, mm-hmm. and, and, and then also never working with women. It's a whole thing. I'm like, it's, yep. it's so much it's full of shit now that it's like, I, like, you're lying. Like, I miss, I miss when celebrities could lie and we didn't know. I know. <laughs> and now it's just like, you're lying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, uh, but Craig is like, he's ex- he's excited. But he realizes that this is a great opportunity, but he isn't sure if he wants it. School's important. And I, my attitude of this is like, honestly, if you're actually getting like legitimate attention from some people in the music industry, I'm like, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. You take it. It's like college will be there. Like you, you can go to college in a year or two if it doesn't work out for you. But like. I think it's totally reasonable for Craig to be like, um, I might not go to college. I might like go be a, a musician in Vancouver and see how that yeah. works. I think I agree with you, but I, I, I agree with you. But I think I was expecting because it's like, what was it 2006? Like peak, mm-hmm. like got to go to college, get your education. Like there wasn't the idea of like college could <laughs> college will always be there, especially like if you're given like a full ride, like scholarship early admission. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, f- I was kind of surprised that everyone was kind of backing his, his other decision to kind of like put college on hold and follow his dreams. Cause I feel like the normal kind of like right decision would have been to like get your education first. Cause that's reliable, yeah. but yeah, you're I right. Agree. I, yeah. but I, I agree with you today. Um, when it comes yeah, to like is the a, opportunity yeah. of music. Yeah, it's so rare to actually like hit it big. So if you actually are getting attention, it's like you should ride that wave mm-hmm. while you can because it's not always going to be there. Um, so uh, they are doing this photo shoot and it's very awkward. And the manager recognizes this too. So he ends up putting everyone in the background and putting Craig in the forefront. And Craig is like, well, you know, I'm about the band. And, um, but I'm like, 
no, now the band is about you. And I'm like, that's show business. And honestly, the photo looked good. <laughs> the way he, I know. He, I was like, the photo was good. And after he reposed, him, I was like, this works. <laughs> exactly. Because it's very much like he's the he's the singer. He's the face of the band. Like, because it's, I mean, we've got an eclectic bunch. We've got, I mean, does Marco has have his cornrows in right now? <laughs> we've got the the gay man of color with uh, great fashion sense, but he makes gay he, man he of makes color. choices. Marco is white. Yeah. Well, like he presents as a gay man of color. I'm talking about the the public okay. image of him. Because he's got cornrows. Yes, <laughs> he's got olive tone skin. People are gonna be like, "So you 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 Spanish? Are you mixed with something Spanish?" Ariana Grande like, loves hearing that. She's like, "Yes, as a woman of color." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, we've got Jimmy, a black man in a wheelchair, double whammy, um, and then we've got a girl drummer, which is an oxymoron. So. But we don't we don't really need them at the forefront. We just need them to be there for the aesthetic. But we really just want Craig in the front because that's what people are going to actually want. To, they like, want the white guy. They about. want the straight white yeah. guy. Let's be honest. Um, exactly. Also, he's like the only one who's like actually good. I mean, like Craig has been carrying downtown Sasquatch this whole time. Like that's mm-hmm. just been the case. Um, I do like that the sh- that this episode didn't do the typical, I think, trope, which is like, oh, does he choose like the band or his solo career? And it's more like, I like that they accept that, like, you know what, Craig is talented, and the other people aren't really that interested in being like they want to, yeah. they want to go to college, and they want to have careers, and that's like fine, and like they could just go their separate ways, and it's like not a whole like question of like loyalty to the band. So I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So at the dot, Ellie is not planning on sitting with them when they meet with Leo because Leo had made a comment about basically Ellie, like, you know, sucks. <laughs> and it hurt her feelings. And he just kind of wanted to, like, stick her in the background. Um, mm-hmm. Leo tells them, though, that downtown Sasquatch has been asked back after the showcase. And if they like them, they can cut a demo out in Vancouver by next week. But the group is like, oh, well, we're, like, still in school. Like, we're in high school. Like, you know, like we have exams. Like, do we like let like, mm-hmm. you know lose our entire year to do this? Like, what? Um, but um, Leo is like, this is like a one shot deal. Like, you're you do this or you don't do it. Yeah. Um, and he wants them to po- polish their sound, especially the drumming. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you need to quit so we can find someone else. Yeah, he's like, um, I know plenty <laughs> of guys who can drum. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but Craig promises that everything will be fine and that he'll help Ellie with this drumming and that she'll get better. Um, he's gonna help with a lot of things. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> um, cut to uh, Ellie and Craig in the garage, and he's insisting that Ellie runs through the song with just the drums, and he like gets behind her. It's very hands on, though. I do think that Craig is actually just like trying to help her because she can't drum <laughs> i know like she literally needs someone to like do, do her hands for her i'm like ellie this is not working for you um he gets behind ellie and while this is happening manny walks in and she's not happy about this um and he's like oh like you know we got another gig like we're gonna like do another thing but manny is pissed because apparently all he cares about the, is the band which we have not seen I wish we had. There might be a deleted scene somewhere where he might have like canceled a date with Manny because I'm like, 
when did like you guys you were at the gig with them i know you were there i don't understand why this is a big deal but um but like uh she gets mad and she's like all right now it seems like all that matters to you is ellie actually and she leaves in a huff (sighs) the thing is is that I agree with you. I don't think Craig was like trying to make a move on Ellie. Um, but Craig famously just like does his thing and like doesn't realize how he comes across to That's people. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> like he he's just out here like like exposing his musical talent his like fuck boy energy and just Exposing like losing his musical talent you're saying it's like, like euphemism for his dick like yeah he's he's like slinging his dick around but like figuratively with his like talent like he's just he's just like oh like i'll help ellie but like doesn't realize that like Ellie could be taking this a different way like manny's gonna walk in and like see this differently and That's like true. and it's like come on but I also like deep down he knows, and I think he like likes it. But he's not necessarily like out here intentionally trying to store- destroy people's lives. Yeah, but just his, like accidentally. His energy was so strong that Marco kissed him in an emergency. Like he just has that aura around him I that know. people are like, "Well, I guess I guess Craig's in love with me." <laughs> You know? I mean, honestly, yeah, I could see that. I think Craig definitely does it, has that energy. I think Jake Epstein has that energy. I think if Jake Epstein came to my house mm-hmm. and delivered a package, I would be like, so do we kiss now? Like, I would be like, <laughs> yeah. so are we married? <laughs> it's, okay, different playing level, different playing levels, but like, it's like Idris Alba, like, there's like certain... <laughs> like actually like hot men in real life. I'm talking about like not J- J- Jake Epstein I think has that in certain regards as well. But I'm thinking about like stupid stupid like hot men. Like sexy. Like not just hot. Yeah. I, I I feel silly saying sexy, but like that man is sexy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Where it's Elba just like is that like a yeah. Chris Hemsworth is just like Uh-huh. Elvis in his heyday. Like, like oh no, that... I just fell down and sucked your dick. Uh oh. <laughs> literally. <laughs> literally. And your dick caught the fall. Oh. Did you did you watch the Elvis movie? I haven't seen it yet. I, I, I didn't want to see it and then I saw the trailer when they're like, he's white and I was like, Oh, I have to see this. What the fuck is this? <laughs> it's I I as as a black person I was like we don't care like we don't care about Elvis but after watching it I was like oh it was it it gave more context and I'm like okay this feels this f- I I feel better about hearing about him and learning about him um so I I would recommend it I haven't actually done any further research to see how accurate it is when it comes mm-hmm. to those black adjacent storylines but. Yeah. There's like the his like kind of like first coming up of like he's like on stage and he's wearing like a kind of like zoot suit type you know suit and w- wide pant legs and he's literally just like jiggling his leg and like girls are literally like because they've never seen a crotch move in front of them they're like <gasps> they just like can't help it but like let out a scream and I'm like right. <laughs> 
there's a certain sexual energy that when presented in front of people, like, they can't help it. Like, it's literally sense. an instinct. Also, on the topic of Elvis, which is, like, so off topic, but not. It is an interesting phenomenon seeing people online try to be like, I don't get what the, the appeal was. And it's like, you don't get the con- context is matter. Like, you remember, like, this people like didn't, like, yeah. well, black people were doing it because we, we do everything right. first. But yeah. for suburban little white girls, they didn't see that before, okay? This is the age of their singing, like, boom, 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 boom. Like, that fucking, like, little, like, like scary-ass Mr. Salmon song. That song is scary. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But, like, that's what they were listening to. They, they'd ne- And, like, they see people, like, in their nice little dresses, like, singing. Like, yeah, if you were 14 from yeah. fucking, I don't know, Wilmette, Wilmette Illinois, little Catholic Albany, girl, New York. Right. And you go to a concert and this man is literally thrusting in your face. I think you would also probably scream, if not out of horniness, out of fear. <laughs> out of fear of being like, what's happening to my body? Like, <laughs> Also, you're, you're feeling horny for the first time in your life. You're just like, oh my God, what is happening? That's literally, it was funny because I was like, oh, I'm right. Sweating. That- I don't know what's going to happen to me. Yeah, so that was that was really funny to like kind of watch my pants. Like I don't know what's going on in my body right now. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was cool. That was cool, kind of watching that. Um, Yeah, I love seeing um, people get horny and not knowing what it is. Um, Yeah. (laughs) um, Anyway, in our next scene, Miss H comes in while Liberty and Toby are working, and Miss H is she's concerned about Liberty. Um, and she's like, she's not sure if if she should go to the assembly. Maybe Toby should do this by himself. Um, Liberty decides that it's a prejudice thing. And she's like, oh, you don't want a pregnant teen representing Degrassi. And Miss H is like, literally someone died in the school. You think a pregnancy <laughs> is going to ruin our image? Like, that's actually anything. We chose life here. This is actually good. <laughs> I, I'm on my second, like, work, af- work at work affair. Like, a year good. <laughs> You know, like you're good, honey. Like I'm literally, like I literally just got, like I'm freshly fucked, like during the school day. <laughs> like, don't even worry Very about much me. So. <laughs> I don't, Very girl. Much so. I, I love that you're pregnant. It's actually like I think it's empowering. Um, Go off, sis. <laughs> yeah. Um, Liberty sus- suspects though that Toby might have told Miss H, and that's why he's like trying to like steal something from him. She doesn't realize everyone's just concerned about her. Um, mm-hmm. The band is practicing. And that that drumming, I don't know, it's still rough, but it's a little bit better. Um, but, but it's, it's still, like <laughs> it's still ouchy. Like, yeah, Mama, let it go. It's, it's not, it's not for you. Um, Leo accuses Ellie of not being able to keep tempo, um, and he's like, you know, we might need to find some. He implies we need to find somebody else. I know some guys who can drum, <laughs> and you know, dump dump the dump the chick. Yeah, <laughs> beat it, chick. <laughs> 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 um, the band isn't happy for about this though about the idea of like having to like lose Ellie and Craig mm-hmm. has this, like a moment where he's like contemplating if he should just accept the offer to U of T and abandon his you know his music hopes um, later Liberty accuses Toby of trying to like stage a coup and take um, her like position and Toby her admits Napoleon that self is coming out yeah, she's like, you know, she's about to get that, like, um, that cape again. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
I need, she's like, where's my, where's my cape? I need to, I need to teach people some lessons. Um, yeah. Toby admits that he's the one who did tell Miss H and he insists that um, he's really just trying to help her. But she like, she's like, no, I'm going to the assembly. Get over it. So mm-hmm. they they get into like Toby's Bubby's car, which is busted. <laughs> and um, Toby admits that he told JT, who actually told Miss Miss H, so that you know she couldn't go to the assembly. Um, right. And just then, like Liberty, kind of like goes off about why everyone's just like trying to like stop her from like do being great. But then just then, her water breaks because of course it's television, and in TV mm-hmm. and movies, a woman's water always breaks when she's going to have a baby. <laughs> Which is not. I, I learned very late in life that that's not usually how it works. And I thought that's like, no. yeah, your water just breaks. And it's like, no, like a lot of, mostly it's just crippling contractions for for, yeah. for hours until you have a baby. And, and it's not always so dramatic where it's like, oh my god, a watershed. Yeah. Also, it's like mostly boring, like labor. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> well, until I like know. the delivery part, but like, yeah, well, most of it's like kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Toby's like, not in my Bubby's car. It's like, it is in your Bubby's car. Get over it. Um, <laughs> an ambulance comes and takes Liberty away. Um, Craig is strumming away on his guitar in the garage when Ellie walks in. And Craig is bummed that Ellie might not, um, be able to, to carry on with the band. Ellie fesses up that Leo really only wanted Craig. And she's like, honestly, if you keep, we're, we've been holding you back. He really wanted you. He didn't really want us. Like, come on, let's, yeah. let's keep it a buck. And they're like, none of us really want to be stars. Like, like Marco's this close to curing AIDS. Um, <laughs> like, you know, like, we all know what we're about. Like, no one's here is trying to be a rock star but you. And I appreciate that. Like I said earlier, I like that the tension is less of like, oh, no, like, do I pick the band or myself? And yeah. just like more about Craig just deciding what's good for him because at the end of the day, downtown sasquatch is, is not is not it like it just isn't um <laughs> it sure isn't craig doesn't want to leave because you know he's gonna miss everybody and he's definitely like still feeling like th- there's definitely like this sexual tension between him, he and him and um, ellie but ellie suggests that um he go to the club and just like sit down with his guitar and just like do it himself and just like be his authentic you know brooding Singer songwriter in person, yeah, yeah, and just like sling your dick metaphorically. Sling, um, sling your dick like you sling a guitar, you know. Yeah, sling your guitar like you sling your dick. Yeah, like channel your inner Elvis. It just start vibrating. <laughs> um, we're at the showcase, and Craig gets up on stage, just him and his guitar, and he really is a good singer. He starts playing this like mm-hmm. song, you know. And it's like, as the music is playing, we see Liberty looking down at her newborn baby. Um, the adoption counselor has arrived, and so has JT. And she ha- she has to hand the baby over, which, oh my god, Amelia reminded me of the episode of True Life. I'm giving my, my baby for adoption. Do you remember that one? There was a, I forgot there was a True Life. I just, I like, MTV, I'm like, team pregnancy, team mom. Like, I forgot mm-hmm. about the True There's Life. A, there was a True Life. I'm giving up my baby for adoption. And it's probably mm-hmm. one of the most emotionally, like, raw things I've ever seen. Of, like, seeing mm-hmm. this young woman just having to, like, you know, hand over. She hands over the baby to, like, to go. Yeah. And it's it's very sad. And it's a very, it's it's a very difficult choice. But I think a good one in Liberty's case. 
Mm-hmm. And also in the case of that girl too, she made the right choice. Um, yeah. So she um, she hands the baby over. Um, we get a montage of Craig kissing Manny, but like the, the, I was like, was that a memory? That was the same kiss from when like remember the, the yeah. nightgown. So I was like, wait, it was so the is nightgown he? Kiss. I was confused. Like, wait, is he doing? Is he like, rem- remembering things or like is it happening? Mm-hmm. I was not sure. That part threw me. But he kisses Manny, and then like he's saying goodbye to all of his friends, and like then they get in Joey's car. And Manny's also there because I was like, wait, did they break up? But then like, no, she's mm. also there. And then they like drive, yeah. I guess, to Vancouver, which or to the airport because no, Vancouver's mad far from Toronto. I'm like, yeah. they drove. It's on but, the yeah. West Coast, yeah. Yeah, and then like they go to like, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> it's very much like uh, I don't know, end of movie. Like, our my dream is coming true. Like, starting a new life. Like, nothing can go wrong. Like, very much at the end of a movie where you can just end on a high note because, like, you don't actually have to tell the rest of the story. But, like, because this is a TV show, I'm like, this isn't going to end well for the people. <laughs> like, oh, his life is going to be shattered after this, probably. Yeah, right. it is. Like, Air- Manny's going to be heartbroken, obviously. It did feel very, like, like teen movie, like... Um, it's not this is not really like this movie, but I love watching Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. It's like one of my mm-hmm. favorite movies of all time. Like I I've seen that movie like a thousand I'm not even kidding, like probably like a hundred times. Like, I watch it just like I just mm-hmm. love it. And um it felt very much like that. Like, oh like it's like like little Michael Sarah and it's like, oh you know maybe we're the pieces, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. To find each other. I don't know. Anyway, um, <laughs> at the end of the episode. Oh. Lauren. I heard that you have a song that you chose that represents this episode. Oh, I do. So I actually chose um a song from the episode. I chose Swan Song by Jeff Epstein. Jeff, oh, that's is what it's called? G- is his name Jeff? No, it's not Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Epstein. Damn, I hate, I hate you, Jeffrey. Well, like burn in fucking hell. Good thing the um, but- American government killed him. <laughs> or did he fake his own death? He was murdered. So I murdered him. I don't think he. I don't think I he did so. himself. I sure hope so. Um, yeah. I- <laughs> Like my 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 uh, muscle memory, not that I've ever written Jeffrey Epstein on a piece of paper, but it was like, <laughs> that's the right one, J. Epstein, Jeff. <laughs> yes, the name the name of the song is called Swan Song, and it's because I I was like, oh, what's this song? So I like spot of or um, Shazammed it, and yeah, it's uh, you can find it on streaming platforms jake epstein the swan song which does is does he have funny. like a bunch of songs on i don't know but it was from there's apparently an album called like for degrassi goes hollywood and that's what because it, it plays again i think on degrassi goes hollywood oh yeah so hollywood. he actually is on well he also is like he does musical theater so he shows up on a lot of right. different things um okay Oh my god, I just I looked at Spotify and I just remember that Cassie Steele was a singer oh and has some songs here and now I'm like um, Are they good? Um 
they're not uh, like bad. I I remember like there's this one song she had and it was called um like uh summer nights and there was like another one cuz sim- we need okay what we need to watch we need to do for like a bonus or something we need to watch mm-hmm. the little like follow me at home i'm cassie Steele. cuz we see her in the stew and she's like oh, right. singing her like little songs and stuff but she has a, an well, I- album from 2009 called destructo doll okay i feel like yeah that cassie Steele. And I'm sure probably uh, maybe some others very much were going for the Disney triple threat or the Nickelodeon, you know, I'm a, I'm an actor. I'm a dancer. I can also sing. Oh, yeah. You know, sure. here's I'm my sure. album. <laughs> here's my album. In case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. Great. Great. Uh, edition. I'm gonna check that out because I did like this song. Mm-hmm. Um, does he also have? Um, is is the other song available on streaming? Everything turns to dark. <laughs> what I know, <laughs> I love you. Oh. If it's not, that's a crying shame. Um, it is because that's. That's the only song I want to be able to stream. What I know um, is that I suck it. What I know, know is that I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, God. I'll have to check, but I just saw Swan Song. I'll look that up now while you're... You can tell talk us, tell us about your song choice. Um, This episode was very, like, moody. Yes. And like, kind of like, it reminded me a little bit of um, Jake Epstein, the actor, was doing a lot of just kind of like quietly staring at things and like contemplating. <laughs> and it reminded me of this movie called um, Garden State, which every person oh. who thought that they were deep, including myself, watched and was like, wow, this is like art. And hindsight, the movie's okay. <laughs> it's, <not that> <laughs> it's like... It's, it's average fine. at best. It's fine. I listen. I was like thirteen, so when I saw Garden State. I was like, oh. yes. I think it was the first time I ever heard like the shins, and I was just like, "What the it fuck?" Had a hold on like, us. it's everything's dreamy, and they're in Jersey. Wow, this is hot, <laughs> hot stuff. So, um, <laughs> so I chose um, um, new slang by the shins. Because I do like that song. New, and new slang, new slang, like like slang, new slang. You, like words. Um, yeah, and it's just like very moody, like atmospheric indie navel gazing. Um, yeah, that was my that was my song choice. Okay. Good choice. <laughs> yeah, oh, Garden State. I should rewatch that. I feel like that's a fall head. That's a fall movie. Yeah. Like it's, I mean, and hey, you know, the movie is average, but the the soundtrack is amazing. It is really good. I mean that that that'll make it. That'll make it. It's all matters, and you've got a lot of Zach Braff just looking like this, kind of like staring at the camera, like um, <laughs> <laughs> like Drake's son is like. <laughs> Damn, I mean, it's also funny, like the. I mean, this is this has always happened, right? Like it's, it's and it hasn't really changed. Mm-hmm. The 
the minimal effort, the minimal skill that's needed to just be like a hot young actor, especially as a, like as a guy. Because oh, yeah. as long as you're making teen content, they don't really fucking care. As long as people can lust after you, that's all you need. You're so true. You're so right. Yeah. It's like you don't have to really do much. Um, yeah. Yeah. But if you're ready, I am to jump on into the next episode. <laughs> let's jump on. Let's be baptized. Come on. I know. Let's 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 <laughs> dive in to the holy water. Um, the next episode is I Against I. Synopsis. The Friendships Club's opinions on sex and homosexuality threaten Spinner's newly repaired friendship with Marco. Meanwhile, Spike's friends visit her in order to cheer her up on her and Snake's third anniversary. All right. Here we motherfucking go. Okay. So we are at the carnival. And I was like, oh, shit. Degrassi has fully entered into the carnival theme that they love. Yeah, they love to have a a carnival. They have so many Mm -hmm. events at this school. (laughs) They're just like constantly having student-led fundraisers and things. I know. Um. So we're at the carnival, and Jimmy is offered by Lionel. Is that his name? I wrote it down later. Is it Lionel or Linus? Linus. <laughs> or Lionel. Oh, whatever. You, you know who I'm talking about. He's offered to uh, do the dunk take for charity. Or, yeah, for charity. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy sees that Spinner's the one that will be dunked. So he's like, sure, why not? And (laughs) Jimmy is like, here's my revenge. I've, I've got, I've got a good arm. I, I have accuracy and this is for charity. So it's worth it. And he continually dunks Spinner in that dunk tank. And Spinner's like, gleeful about it he's like wow yay like look at me <laughs> like in the beginning he's like great job jimmy it's like bitch get the fuck out of here with that it's like shit. get a grip until he until jimmy does it a little bit too many times and starts feeling like waterboarding starts singing a little bit he's like, <laughs> he's like I can't breathe. oh it's so good and so we just get this repetition of like jimmy like boom 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 spitter keeps on getting dunked <laughs> and it's like it's like that classic scene where it's like, oh, someone's taking it too far. Like you know, Jimmy, don't don't you want to hold up a little bit? He's like, I'm not done. He's like, I got twenty bucks. It's like, <laughs> yeah, you got change for twenty. Um, and he keeps dunking him until Marco stops him, basically out of pity. Um, I probably would have and- stopped him too. I'm like, okay, like Jimmy, he got it. He you, you got him. Like damn. Like- Spitter is like literally shaking. Yeah. Like because it's cold but also yeah. traumatized. <laughs> oh gosh. Um but Jimmy's like he he you know, they roll out and but Jimmy's like kind of like looking over his shoulder being like, It's not over, bitch. Like, you know. <sighs> I'm gonna send you a DM. Just you wait. <laughs> yeah, just wait. Just wait. <laughs> wait till I get home. I'm gonna write you a mean letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
So our first full scene is a kind of like continuous walkthrough with different kind of talking scenes um, with different people. We get um, a quick clip of Spinner's handing out pamphlets. At first, I thought this was a friendship club carnival, like they were hosting it, but it's just a carnival for the school. Everyone has their own kind of booth mm-hmm. and kind of activity. Spinner's, uh, you know, walking around handing out pamphlets and he offers Jesus to none other, none other than his ex, Paige. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like, it's like walking hand in hand with Alex too. So I'm like, oh, you guys yeah, are like literally. out, like openly dating. It's like, yes. okay, yes. Hot lesbian and couple, th- love this. <laughs> <laughs> we love to see it. Um, I oh, I didn't write down what Paige says, but she was just basically like, hun, Jesus doesn't, something like, something along with, hun, Jesus doesn't look good on you or like something yeah. like some like, retort. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know if a loincloth is your look or some shit. Like, (laughs) (laughs) the dig is the the fashion police in Nazareth. I don't know. Um, Uh. Emma and Manny are planning a surprise to make Spike feel better uh, because it's uh, her her and Snake's third year anniversary, and Snake is not home. He's at Joey's. Um, and Marco is passing out safe sex seminar pamphlets for a flyer that's coming up for safe sex seminar. Marco does the Lord's work and he hands one to Toby, knowing full well that Toby doesn't need no sex safe seminar. But Toby's enticed because they're giving out free condoms. And Listen, Marco doesn't discriminate. He's like, we don't know. Toby could be a big old freak. That's true. Toby was very excited by those free condoms, so maybe he needs them. Who knows? Or he's like, he's, oh, Toby's definitely one of those guys that like jerks off in a condom to like get (laughs) used to it. Is that a thing? (laughs) I remember seeing that in a movie or something. Oh my God. I hope not. What a waste. But also, I I was thinking more he's the kind of guy who like gets a free condom and then like keeps it in his wallet for like three years. Oh, that too. And it like tries like pull, he's like boy. It's finally time to do it. He pulls it out, and it's like it like creaks. It's like a, a moth flies out of it. <laughs> it's like, oh, honey, and then you end up pregnant with twins. Yeah, <laughs> now you're pregnant with Toby's baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gun to your head. We haven't done this in a while. Gun to your head. Would you rather have Toby's un- um, unplanned pregnancy or JT's? Honestly, Toby's. I yeah, think that like the, the the possibility of like support and mm-hmm. a happy ending is more likely with Toby. Yeah, I feel like Toby Toby's like you know how like JT's parents and grandparents were like, Oh gosh, you're pregnant, like I'm not gonna help. Like this is this is a disgrace. I feel like Toby's family would be like, Toby got someone pregnant, yay! Like we love you. <laughs> Toby lost his virginity, yay. Also, yeah. our family has so many parents. <laughs> yay! Yes. <laughs> more more parents. We always use yes. more parents in this the They're- Kirk. With the, the, yeah. the Kerwin uh, whatever household. <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it's like there's like 10 gay dads. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> wow. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, everyone's kind of... So some people are making fun of Friendship Club. Um, I didn't write down who, but they're the kind of crew is together and they're bashing Friendship Club for being so lame and Spinner's part of it. And um, 
you know, Marco says he should stop. They should stop bashing because he's Catholic. He, <laughs> he pulls out this crucifix out of his out, you know, against his chest. And I was like, since when is since when is Marco Catholic? Like, I know he's Italian. Like, I don't want to assume, but I'm like, I buy it. Like, he has parents who are, like, from Italy. That I'm like, yeah, he probably grew up Catholic. Like, he probably, like, maybe he's not But he's supposedly a devout Catholic now. Uh, Yeah, but I see, I didn't take it as the, like, oh, I'm, like, super devout Catholic. But, like, you know, Catholicism is interesting in that, like, I think about, you know, compared to, like, that and, like, like, evangelical Christians or, like, even Protestants, it's so deeply, I think, tied to, like, cultural roots, too. Yeah. That's kind of like, yeah, like I might not be like a hardcore Catholic, but I feel like it's like, you know, he grew up on a mass and it's like, yeah, I'm Catholic. Like, yeah, it's like part of yeah my thing. Oh, because he's talking. I remember now um, he was talking to like um, Ellie and them because Ellie's very like mm-hmm. she's almost doing like Internet atheists like <laughs> like oh, religion's the worst thing that ever happened in humanity. And he's yeah. like. He's like, I'm Catholic. Like, some people are religious, and it's not like yeah. not everyone's religious like the way they're religious. It's some people yeah. Just, oh, that's know. true. That's true. It did come across that way. And Ellie's like, um, um Newsflash, you're gay. <laughs> and he's like, I am aware. And she's like, well, they're not really, like, into that. And it's like, okay. I still have <laughs> yeah. my beliefs. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And Marco, Marco suggests that, you know, it's an old religion, like, things will change. Like, the rest of the world is changing. Like, the Catholic Church will change, too. Like, (laughs) (laughs) he's so so optimistic. (laughs) Oh, it's so sad. Oh, Marco. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, you're cute. You're cute. Just go join, like, a little, like, small church. Like, Maybe leave the yeah, like leave leave the Catholicism behind. Um, join the what's the church that has like you could have like gay ministers and the like they have the rainbow flag. Unitarians, is that them? There's that one or like Episcopalians. I think could be ordained uh, and gay. Uh, can you? I don't. Or Lutheran I don't maybe. I don't know. There's I, one like one of, official like type very... Catholic church that's not Catholic. I forget the name of it though. Maybe you're thinking Episcopalian because they're like Catholic yeah. adjacent. Yeah, but they're like they've like publicly you're allowed to be ordained like actually within the church and be non-heteronormative, which is cool. That's dope. Um, okay, so Friendship Club has raised over eight hundred dollars. <laughs> There's. <laughs> So lame. We they are so excited about raising eight hundred dollars for hungry mouths, and I'm like, okay, that's like, <laughs> okay, oh. good to send like people that are hungry, whatever. They're like easy um, to make fun of. It's not because they're Christians; it's because they're so like fucking earnest and just like, wow, we raised eight hundred dollars to feed the hungry. It's like, oh, you fed the hungry. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're a good person. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And then Darcy's happy and she ends up kissing Spitter um, because Spitter was a big part of that, drawing in all of Jimmy's cash because we know Jimmy's rich. You know, like, so. fucking Spinner is going to die at an episode from a dry drowning. Because <laughs> he actually. But for charity, so it's okay. Like, he's going to drop dead by this episode after what he went through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And this is when uh, Linus starts chatting with Spitter. And I realize I'm like, oh, they're like setting Linus up to be like a cult leader. Because he doesn't blink. He doesn't blink enough. And I'm like, (laughs) 
he doesn't blink it. enough, and he's he's bringing up too too many like uh, uncontextualized Bible verses in daily language, and I'm like, ooh, that's a sign. That's always a sign <laughs> of a fake of a fraud because they're always just like <laughs> dropping like but like 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 verses from the Bible, but like uh-huh. just like out of nowhere, it's like okay, exactly. Like, Pull up in the Sri Lanka. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. Um, have you seen that? No, I have no idea what you're talking I mean, about. You don't watch Potomac. I'm sorry. I'm I'm also like oh. <laughs> kind of losing it a little bit because I'm like I've had a very stressful few weeks. I think my brain's actually a little bit broken. But um there's this I told you about this one character from Potomac, Dr. Wendy. And she like comes back with like boob son, right? So part of that, her new like her new image was like, oh yeah, like I'm like hip, like I'm like real bitch, right? So mm-hmm. she like is on some TV show, and she mentions they mention like little like like um, Nicki Minaj, and she's like, oh yeah, like I'm a barb, I'm a barb, and like really, and she's trying to quote, <laughs> oh dear, a line from Monster, and it goes like something 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 automobile gangster. Pull up with a bad bitch who come from Sri Lanka, right? That's mm-hmm, the line. Mm-hmm. line. <laughs> they say, Dr. Wendy, you're a barb. She's like, uh, pull up in the Sri Lanka. <laughs> it's like, <that's- laughs> that is not the line. Oh, it no. It's like this meme of her being like, pull up in the Sri She made her face is like, duh, I am. Like, pull up in the Sri Lanka. <laughs> Well, that's Linus with the Bible. So. <laughs> Literally, Linus with the Bible is Dr. Wendy just be like, pull up in the Sri Lanka. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm a barb for Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Jesus stan. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that was hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> oh, God. And also, like, but no you can't, one calls like... her on it either. But like, it's funny because if you know that it's like that's not the yeah. lyric. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but okay, got right? it. Noted. Um, well, Miss Jesus Barb himself uh, is chatting with Spinner <laughs> about the good deeds of the book, <laughs> and I mean the the way he the the amount the lengths that he's going to is very much Barb energy. It is. Like, he's going to dox you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruin your life. <laughs> he's he's on the verge of actually stealing Jimmy's wheelchair and, like, just forcing him to survive without it. Like, he's, he's he would go that far. Jimmy's wheelchair trying to, like, force a miracle. Like, he can walk, see? It's like... Oh, my God. You're so right. <laughs> like, oh, my um, God. Lionel, Linus, whatever the fuck your name is. Like, you can relax. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, and Spinner's feeling very, very good. He's like, all right, people are liking me. I'm doing the good, I'm doing the good things. Like, thing, good things are going to come from it. Like, this Christian thing is really working out for me. <laughs> um, Spinner sees Markov is sitting by himself, listening to his iPod shuffle. Yeah. Which I was like, the OG with like the little like USB white little stick. Oh Throwback. It really like, took me back. I couldn't imagine listening to music like that where like, I can't choose the song. I just have to like <laughs> hope for the best. <laughs> that's that's called faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I remember. Fun fact: When Marley and I, who Mar- friends of Pod Marley and I, were part of the women's chorus at middle school. Um, 
I literally called the women's chorus. You guys are like 12. (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure like they had to like, now that I think of it, the women's chorus was filled with a lot of black and brown women that weren't part of the general chorus. Hmm. And I'm just having a realization that like, because it was very much like, oh, people that tried out for chorus, but that weren't in like the, the standard unisex chorus. They're like, oh, here's the the others. They wow. put us in the gr- the other group. I'm like, wow. damn, racist. Just saying. Um, but we went to uh, Disney. We went to perform at Disney World in in Singaporean in seventh grade, and we had to take a damn bus down there <laughs> for like twenty hours. I remember, I remember when you guys did that because it was like mm-hmm. um, Shaniqua was in that too. And I was so she, sad. She was I a had, women's chorus too. I was black bummed because like shit, I had no one to eat lunch with because like all of my friends were in women's chorus. <laughs> but then there was a blizzard. Yes, so the school was canceled. closed all week. So, yeah, and I was like, oh my god, thank god. I was like, really like, how am I gonna? I was like, what am I gonna do when you're like in middle school? It's like, I all my friends are gone. Who am I gonna eat lunch with? Like, what the fuck? Literally, mm-hmm. my life is over. Yeah, um, that was perfection. Wow, yes, I forgot about that well-timed. winter storm. <laughs> Um, but I remember, uh, Marley had an iPod shuffle on the bus mm-hmm. and all I had was a fucking danky ass CD player. And I was just like, <laughs> do you have like a <laughs> my batteries with your CD? <laughs> <laughs> I think I had a mini one, like a pocket one, you know, yeah. that you can kind of keep in your bag. Um, but I remember, I remember listening to some of Marley's music and I was, I, that's why I, a lot of her music was reggae. And I think she was like, oh, I think I'm sharing with my brother. She shared with her brother. She also would have a lot of, like, chopped and screwed music. Because her brother was really into <laughs> chopped and screwed music. So I, I, will, I listened yeah. to it before. I was like, Marley, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah, I remember I was, like, thinking, I was like, maybe I don't know a lot about you, Marley. Like, <laughs> I'm like, do you go to, like, underground clubs? Like, what? <laughs> like are you, like... <laughs> Like, what? Like, it was so random. If, listener, if you know Marley, it really just didn't fit her as a person. I was just like, what are you listening to? I was like, oh, I, I, it was very much an eye opening. I was like, maybe I don't know her as well as I it's thought like I did. It's like if you met like, someone who is like really, um, I mean, she's not like this necessarily, but it's like, oh, if someone's like really conservative and like quiet and then like you listen to their, their iPod shuffle and it's like, like death metal. It's like, whoa. <laughs> Wasn't expecting oh, that. Okay. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> you have layers. <laughs> yeah. Um. But Marco, <laughs> what do you think Mark was listening to then? We established he loves Britney. Oh, that's true. He was listening to some Britney. What do you think? Like, was like an obscure part of his shuffle that you would expect? Ooh, I feel like he would have probably like. I feel like when he went to like Africa, he got into like some like, oh god, <laughs> like local like early Af- Afrobeats, like, like early Afrobeats, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh yeah, oh, this is like, that tracks. This. But I feel like he wouldn't even go that far. It would probably like some like like ancient tribal like he go chanting. Like, he, he wouldn't really realize that there's like modern music. He would assume like it's all <laughs> yeah. like oh, it's all like. <laughs> Or like it's like the South African like like um like I don't know like um Johannesburg like children's choir yeah and they're all like harmonizing <laughs> and shit and it's like 
It's like, why are Very you listening so. to apartheid shit? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there's like, a there's way to modern mu- they have like, electricity <laughs> they can make music today too okay yeah it's not just like they have oh, everything's a cappella because they don't have access to things i'm like <laughs> <laughs> they have they just like pop music <laughs> uh and he just forces himself to listen to it because he's like i love this but he actually doesn't yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god um but spinner sees him and is like marco where's everyone and marco's like oh everyone else is busy i'm just here you know by myself and spinner suggests that they should hang out i thought he was about to invite him to friendship club like i was like don't do that to him marl's like um i'm cool um i thought so no (laughs) yeah okay um and you know they so mark was like you know what we should hang out do you still like stupid movies and so they agreed to go to movies together just like old times we get to Emma's house and Spike has been stress cleaning, it seems like for a while. And but in you know, Emma and Manny are like, you know, are you sure you're okay? Like like are you do you need to keep vacuuming such aggressive such so so aggressively? And Spike's like, No, I'm Just like fine. vacuuming I'm fine. a hole into the ground. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> And this is when there's a knock on the door, and Caitlin is here. She's back. Yay. Um, Freshly blonde. she's there as a surprise. Freshly blonde. She just got her roots done. She got a little pixie cut. Mm-hmm. She's ready. Looks good. Um, we get to the movies, and Spinner and Marco are leaving, and they're arguing over the movie. And they're having, like, their old school banter about, like, how Spinner's into, like, such stupid stuff and, like, appreciates it. But Marco has such weird out-there fashion. And it's like, oh, they're bantering again. Yeah, some cheeky bants. Yes. And this is when Marco's like, okay. This is like when you're out with friends and you've had, like, two drinks and you're like, okay, I'm going to finally ask you the question that I've been wanting to ask. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I couldn't be sober to do it. So (laughs) Marco asks, he's like, you know, what's the deal with Friendship Club? Like, what the fuck is that? And Marco's like, listen, religion's fine, but Friendship Club is lame as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. I mean, like, valid. (laughs) Um. And this is when Spinner's like, well, the club welcomed him with open arms, like, when I had no one. And Marco's like, oh, shit. Yeah, that must have really sucked being shunned by everyone, <laughs> including me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and this is when they kind of have a reckoning and they agree that they're cool again. And they're, you know, they're cool with each other. And yeah. they, they're they back to kind of their... Because they were never... I mean, obviously, like, they're friends but they've always kind of been like um what is it called like like opposites right yeah they've never really had anything but they've always like hung out and kind of been around each other and so they're kind of agreeing to do that again and i've always i've always enjoyed the marco spinner story of course we had the initial marco coming out to him and that not going well but then eventually then because you know spinner being the person to help him on his first date and it's like, I oh, know. I kind of like that this friendship is maybe bent, mending a little bit. Don't tell Jimmy, though. He'll dunk your head <laughs> Listen, in the fucking toilet. I, <laughs> they both know that they can't tell Jimmy. That's yeah. like, uns, that's unspoken truth. No. Um, we get back to Emma's house and Caitlin is sitting down and she's wondering how she's doing. 
And, you know, they're sitting around the table. Spike says that, you know, she's doing fine. And so they both cheers. They're drinking some wine and they do a cheers to moving on. And I made a note that uh, Manny and Emma are both present. Yes. Just like in the kitchen part yes. of this conversation. Yes. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. We, let's let's go ahead and continue last week's conversation because we touched on this. And just like the, the oh, lack of boundaries from both Simpson to Emma and also Spike to Emma. We've seen this in the past. But I'm like, this is her stepdad. This isn't like, you know, mm-hmm. um, I could maybe, maybe see if it was like, Spike's boyfriend who did not live in the house. Maybe. Right. Even that feels like a little bit inappropriate, but whatever. Let's right. let's say that. But it's literally her parental figure. And you guys like yeah. I like there's nothing wrong with Spike and and Caitlin like trying to toast to like to moving on, like forget that man. Like that's fine. I yeah. think that's like totally fine. He cheated on you, girl. Like do what you gotta do. But to have like mm-hmm. his daughter, because I mean like the reality is that yeah, like, have they been married that long? No, but, like, Simpson has she really stepped up to be – she calls him dad to be her father. It is weird that she is there while y'all are toasting, like, yeah, fuck men. Fuck him. Who cares? And it's like, your daughter is right there. Like, I don't think that's Not at that age. It's if she was not. an adult, it'd be different maybe. But, like, she's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. But, again, the fact that, like – Spike wasn't like, Emma, Manny, go upstairs or go down to the whole basement. Like, <laughs> me and Caitlin are going to have a girl's night. Like, right. you guys do your own thing. They were, like, all but up they're... in it. They were like, yes, girl's night. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that, like, let's be honest, if, if Spike is doing this, she would have also allowed them to drink with them. Like, I feel like it's um, uh, the mom from Euphoria. Oh my god! The, the yes. drinking. <laughs> yes, um, like, Cassie, Cassie, and what's her face is the mom. Yes, Cassie and the 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 theater girl and Lexi. writer mm-hmm. Lexi. Yes, this is that the reality is is that that's the mom that would do this. Yeah, that's the dark reality you know? is that that's who would be doing this because any I think exactly decent parent would be like, I don't know if we should be doing this mm. together. Like you, yeah. Can, you can go downstairs. Yeah. Or go out. You guys, you girls go out for the night. Like, we're going to be here. Exactly. Or we'll go out. Like, why are, why are we all exactly. like. Exactly. Like, and Manny's hype too. Manny's sense. like, yes. Like, stripper. Like, she's like. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, Manny is so comfortable That's in this situation that she suggests strippers. Maybe too much. <laughs> I'm gonna call Joseph. Watch. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Like, you're staying at a friend's house and. Your friend, your friend Lexi, and her mom, and, and you feel so comfortable that you would suggest in front of your friend's mom to get strippers, right. and then feel comfortable enough to say that. That's fucking crazy. I would never. I cannot think of a single parent, even today. I'm a grown ass tax paying woman. I could not say that in front no. of a friend's parent. I'm not going to admit that I know what a stripper is in front of my friend's parents. Right? I'm no. like stripper. What? Like they strip. <laughs> paint from wood exactly, why would i want to watch no. that that sounds boring <laughs> exactly that's not of god i'm part of the friendship club okay <laughs> i'm a saint as president of the pre- friendship club <laughs> exactly. i don't stand for this horse behavior <laughs> like come on damn that's what i'm like this family's too open it's way it's too, too, open. Fo- too open there's no boundaries in this house there are no doors on um, in this house <laughs> 
But there is a fucking door because Snake walks through it with a gift. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah. oh, it's our anniversary. I thought I would bring this over. I bought it before. And everyone's and... awkward as hell. Caitlin's like, hello, Snake. <laughs> No, she no, she calls him Archie. Oh yeah, she calls him by his government Damn, name. Damn, I don't mind call you your nickname no more. That's 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 for friends. We are not friends no more. Uh-huh. Archibald. Exactly, exactly. And uh, he's like, he's obviously trying to like be low key, like just be like, I'm here. Like I know I'm not supposed to be here, but I'm here. But you fucking showed up anyway. You're ruining the moment. Like, mm-hmm. and like, can you leave me? Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He drops off the gift and Spike opens it and it's a sapphire necklace. <laughs> she goes, sapphire, my birthstone. And I'm like, stop, stop pretending like this is some like big gesture. Like birthstone is like the easiest it's way to personalize something. thing, yeah. There's only like 12 <laughs> to choose from. Exactly. Like, come on. And they just have to know your birthday month. They don't have to know Not the day. Not the day. Like- <laughs> Come on. Not even the day. Honestly, you can just know the season and you still have pretty good odds that you'll choose the right one. Exactly. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but Spike is like, it's perfect. And then immediately throws it in the trash. And I'm like, that's that's the energy we want. Which is and great this... energy, but also you still don't do that in front of your daughter. Ooh, oh so Literally, like, at every moment, like, was it we... <laughs> <laughs> Emma's always hovering. Yes, yeah, she's, always, she's a, always lurking at like a window, just like looking. She's like, "I saw you. I saw you kiss her." Like, okay, Emma. <laughs> and she's lurking while she sees that sapphire necklace. Emma needs to join an after school activity. That's what her problem is. She needs to join friendship club. She, she would actually probably she she would do okay. Yeah. <sighs> um, we're back at school and. Friendship Club has an issue. Mr. Linus is rallying the the cult troop. And (laughs) I would love, sorry. Every time we see Lionel, he's looking more and more like Jim Jones. So like the next time he has glasses on. Next time he's transition lenses. He's like a side part. It's like, is he? What? (laughs) God. This is weird. Does he look different to you? And the fact, listen, the fact Linus is not, what is it? He's a, a, a man, of a boy of color. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't track that he would be the head of Friendship Club. I feel like that energy belongs to a white male. You know? Mm. It didn't, it felt a little bit out of place. Kind of like where it's like, why is Hazel the one coming for the only Muslim girl. Like, why is it her? Mm. I feel like the person that's going this hard is usually a white male, you know? Mm. Yeah, I suppose it is. I mean, it definitely isn't out of the realm possibility because obviously people of color can be very bigoted too. But yes. on a show that doesn't have as many people of color who take focal point, it is, it is once again yeah. to have the villain be like brown. It's like, <laughs> okay, interesting choice. Yeah, and like, this is, I mean, I guess good for Lionel or Linus having a, a major storyline. He gets a lot of speaking roles. Oh, yeah. Um, he gets more it's... lines than Hazel's ever gotten. <laughs> I know. Lionel's like, I wish I could have been the fucking, like, um, purity police, like, of Friendship Club. I wish. <laughs> um, But he he's really... 
he's really upset. He's he, holding up the flyer that Marco was um, passing out the carnival, and he's he has a really big issue with the safer quote unquote promiscuous sex that they're promoting, and he. You know, everyone's getting really up in arms because they're like, there's no mention of abstinence. That's the safest sex there is. <laughs> oh, my God, God. The safest sex is no sex. <laughs> it's like, my God, go and up. I know, literally. Uh, and they vow to stop Marco. Um, but Darcy and Spinner are wanting to be more tolerant. Um, and I'm like, okay, Darcy. I like Darcy in this. She was like, yeah, I don't I know. agree with it. Like... I also wish he has the right. They have the right. Like I also they have the right, and also I know kids have people have sex. Like she's not like Darcy's not (laughs) stupid. She's like teens here have our class president literally is pregnant. Just had a baby. Like (laughs) people here (laughs) fuck. Like I'm not gonna pretend like they don't. Like you know if if this is going to prevent you know unwanted pregnancies and diseases, and it's like okay, then go for it. Yeah. Um, but Linus, he, he clocks this really quick and he's like, Spinner, you know, Marco, why don't you go talk to him? Um, and I'm <laughs> why like, why don't you talk about being a whore? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he sees Darcy and Spinner, like, possibly coming against him. He's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, what is it called when I'm gonna cut off Spinner from all, like, uh, support systems <laughs> outside of the cult? Oh, yeah. He's gotta, like, um, be isolated from his, like, support yes. system so he can, like, be yes. deeper in it. Um, we get back to Emma's house and Caitlin is, uh, Spike is out. She's at work. And so Caitlin is at home with Emma and Manny brainstorming ways to cheer her up. And of course, Manny suggests strippers again. And Caitlin, cause I mean, we, we come for Spike, but Caitlin since day one of her next generation character has been the supporter of encouraging bad behavior in teens. The, let's not forget that she suggested that Emma go for it when it comes to her <laughs> online boyfriend. <laughs> when it comes to Joy. <laughs> um, and she's like, ooh, Manny suggested strippers? Why not? Let's do it. <laughs> in front Manny, of the do you have a number? <laughs> 16-year-old girls. I'm just like... Oh, God. Let me call child line. Or whatever, like, Please. I think that's what they call Joseph it. Joseph is in. truly, like, he, Joseph is just, like, his vibes are off, just knowing that, like, he doesn't know what's going on, but he just has a feeling. He's like he's that like, um, meme going of DJ Khaled, he's, like, taking a sip of the drink, and he suddenly just, like, stands up and stares. <laughs> it's Joseph, just like, something's, something's <laughs> off. <laughs> something's off. Um... <laughs> I sense more promiscuity being encouraged with Manny. My daughter's out there doing bad things. <laughs> <laughs> um, we get, we're at the school in the media immersion room and Spinner approaches Marco, who's getting ready for the um, seminar. And Spinner's like, try to be low key. He's like, Hey, don't you think it's a bit much handing out condoms? Like, <laughs> come on, man. And can I pause here? Yeah, go ahead. Degrassi's been handing out condoms. There's a whole Since plot. When? There's a whole plot line. Remember, like he when Toby gets With them, Doctor Sally. Yeah. So I'm like, they're acting like this is like the first time this has been introduced, and I'm like, Degrassi's always done this. Like, remember, um, because then Toby wants is like dating Kendra, and then Spinner finds out, <laughs> and he like covers him in condoms. Fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, I just realized that. I'm like, wait, this is not new. 
Spinner, you of all people should know. Yeah, you literally covered a boy in condoms. <laughs> <laughs> you were there. <laughs> Spinner forgets forgets his his upbringing. Oh, he's he's baptized, so <sighs> wiped his memory clean. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Spinner asked Marco to just cancel the seminar. <laughs> like he he's he so half heartedly is trying to like assort not assort assert authority over marco and marco like checks him he's like what are you doing like shut up spinner like (laughs) like, literally like boy leave me alone (laughs) yeah i have i have like you know you know like uh like dildos set up or something i don't know like i'm doing yeah like calm the fuck down (laughs) um and spinner's literally just like spitting off like what lionel linus was saying and he's like you know condos make sex easier um, and he says, what you're doing is immoral. And Marco's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, who the fuck are you? Um, yeah, it must Marco be says, a mind yeah. fuck for Marco, considering, like, you know, he hasn't spoken. He's only just now started just talking to Spinner. He knew he's a Christian now, but then it's like, who is this person? Like, this is not. Like, this okay. is, I don't know if you've ever known anyone that, like, gets really into jesus like as an adult my sister was like that briefly um she went through <laughs> yeah, a phase. Doesn't last very long. <laughs> yeah she went through a phase where she was like really i bring it up to her every so often because i feel like it's necessary <laughs> to remind her how insufferable she was because she like yeah. started going to church which is like fine but then started yeah. to kind of like lord it over people as if uh-huh. it was like that's like my new personality is that i go to church on sundays and yeah was like very annoying to be around because it was like you're like yeah stop like it's it's very well because this is often the case too and i think this is often the case with a lot of religions not just christianity but like a mm-hmm. lot of religions people convert to it later in life i think because they are converts sometimes there is this like a need to kind of prove like how mm-hmm. devoted they are because it's just it's just different than if you maybe are raised in it and yeah. um there can be this attitude of like just very overzealous and it's like oh my god you need to like tone it down a little bit like yeah you're beating me over the head with this yeah 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 very much so it's happened to me in the opposite i so like i obviously grew up and then i had lots of friends like my close friends from college like a lot of them are still surprised a lot of people are leaving the church so there's people similar to me have similar experiences but i still have like some some old friends that are very much like in it to win it (laughs) and um and if i like they'll kind of because it's also part of it like you're when you're a new christian you're also you're supposed to like bring more people to christ Mm -hmm. but also if you're like if you're if you've been a christian it's also your responsibility to like keep people that are straying away to bring them back to christ Mm -hmm. and so it just becomes a thing of like you're constantly being evangelized to Mm. and it's like (laughs) stop (laughs) like i i like i i could catch it from a mile away like stop let's not do this oh my god i have a quick anecdote and then we can continue mm -hmm. but like i live near like a jehovah's witness like church or like temple or i don't really know what they call it but like i live near it and i don't listen the rent was affordable here okay that's where i live now um i that's why yeah that's probably (laughs) people don't want to live near (laughs) they don't um so i I got a taste of this this weekend because i never like i'd seen them going to like because i guess they go to church on like saturdays 
I think, but like I've seen them go, or like something. I don't, I'm, yeah. I don't know. Something's um, different. Yeah. Yeah. They're just like, <laughs> just weird. Anyway, so they go, um, I've seen them like going to church, but no one's ever spoken to me. Right. So like the, this Saturday, it's more Saturday morning. I'm taking the dog out, I'm walking the dog and they come up to me and she's like, Hey, hi. Um, have you ever heard of the Watchtower? And I was like, yep, I, I know about it. And she's like, would you like to read it? And I was like, no, nope, I'm fine. Thank you. And she was like, okay, well, be sure to visit JW.org. Do you know it's the website in the world that has the most, like, the most translations in the world? And I was like, yep, uh-huh. She's like, you knew that? And I was like, yep, I did. Thank you. And so she, I, I was being polite, I think, but I also was yeah. trying to make it clear, like, I don't, you're barking off the wrong tree. Yeah. I'm trying to pick up this dog shit. Like, leave me alone. Yeah. It's the morning. So, mm-hmm. um, I take Hendrix, like, I kind of walk him around, and I come back. And, um, Hendrix does, like, does this thing where he likes to, like, walk on his hind legs. Like, he just, like, he's done it since he's a puppy. He just Aww. does it. Like, since I'll be walking him, he'll just, like, be on his hind legs. It's the weirdest. <laughs> Listen, he's a human bitch, okay? Like. <laughs> yeah. He, like, like you're not gonna You're street, not gonna hold like, me down with four legs. People think it's so funny. He'll just, like, walk across the street. It's so, like. <laughs> My dog is weird. I think my dog's possessed. So, um, <laughs> I actually think he is. So, um, the Jehovah's Witness was clocking that. They're like, I listen, should... something's wrong. Okay. So, the dog was like walking and stuff. And I came back and she, I ran into her again. And she was mm. like, I'm so glad to run into you again. I wanted to let you know something. And I was like, what is it? She was like, did you know that when. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, she God. Goes, did you know that when you make soup? Your dog can smell every ingredient in the soup. And I was like, yeah, like, yeah, like, what? What the fuck is that? (laughs) What kind of openly lied is that? (laughs) So I was like, yeah. And she was like, you knew that? And I was like, yeah, like, sure. Oh no! So I'm trying to like throw the shit away and like go, I'm trying to go back into home, like go into my apartment. And she was like, "What? How did you do, Dad? Did you teach your dog how to walk like that? How does he stay on his hind legs?" And I almost said, "I didn't. He's cloven hooved. He's actually Satan. Like, leave me alone, like, ma'am." Like, that 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 should be in your back pocket next time I'm she like, comes oh, up to you. Actually, who taught your dog how to walk on his hind legs? Lucifer. The Church of Satan. Yes. <laughs> My Lord, <laughs> Satan taught him how to do it. And I was like, he just does it. I don't know. And she was like, wow, he just does it. I'm like, yes. I'm like, oh my God. And, and, I, and I know what it boils down to. She was just trying to find a segue to like talk, try to like uh-huh. evangelize. But she was so bad at it. It was like, oh my God. Like, why are you like, hey, did you, do you own this house? I was like, no, I just came out of the basement. <laughs> rent it like what are you talking about i came out of the fucking gated fucking garden oh like a little gremlin like are you asking me i own this house no i'll come out the front door like i came out the basement god i feel like she must have like memorized like some you know like they have like those joke books i feel like she learned like Dog fact. Conversation. She she read like a conversation book of like bring up an interest interesting fact and then just like memorized a bunch. You know what? I think that's what it is because it was so like bizarre and she was with another person and she just was like, and that's why I don't. Okay, I I'm sorry. I think the Jehovah's Jehovah's Witnesses are 
they're they're in cult. I think it's a cult. Yeah, I think any it is. any faith based or any any organization where you can be excommunicated or like because mm-hmm. I don't believe I cannot talk to my family anymore. I'm like you're in a cult. That is a cult, and that's harmful. And oh, that, tons yeah, of that's literally one of the characteristics of a of cult. And there's also the tons of like yeah. um, stories about abuse. It's like it's not it's not great. Um, mm-hmm. I don't hate these people, but I'm just like. I don't want to be in it. But the whole time she's telling me all these fucking dog facts and shit, the girl he's, she's with is just like smiling, like unblinking. And I'm just oh, like, what no. the fuck? Get away. I'm like, well, Hendrix, we gotta go. I was so like flustered. I accidentally stepped on Hendrix's tail and he yelped. And I felt so bad. I was so like, just it's like, I need fault. to get out of here. I'm like, you fucking, if you make, you made me step on my dog's tail. Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. That was a long story. No, that was. That that's the energy that Linus is giving. Honestly. Did you know that when you make soup? But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, why soup? Like, why could it be something? Could it be anything you're cooking? Hey, can you like, imagine what? like not knowing where she's going with this? She's like, did you know that when you make soup? I'm like, what? I didn't make soup. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's ten o'clock in the morning. I'm not eating so soup. Obscure. What? <laughs> Oh God! Actually, you know what? Is, is there a horror film or a thriller you'd be so proud? I've been like watching thrillers, like forcing myself into them. Good. Um, I feel like there should be a thriller of like a Jehovah's Witness like pair that just like are constantly harassing like <laughs> a girl in Brooklyn that's trying to walk her dog that walks on hind legs. <laughs> <laughs> I should write it. Yes. Um, but yes, I've been watching thrillers. I watched, I just watched the new one that's on Netflix called Lou. What is with that? With that lady. Oh, what's her name? She's in. She was, I can only remember her from The Help. She was in like the white, the older white. T- she's like really tall and like a little bit older. And she played. Um, the mom that was like losing her hair in the help. Mm. I'm gonna have to look it up so I can, I can tell you. I've only seen the, the help, help once, so I actually don't know. I remember uh, I remember well, when Octavia it, Spencer was like, "Eat my shit," and I was like, "Wow, that's <laughs> yeah." Civil rights movement started on that day. Um, it's starring Allison Janey. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah. Yes. And she's, I liked it. It was a thriller. It was, uh, you know, a, <laughs> no way else to describe it. Action thriller. It's an action thriller. Okay. You know what? <laughs> but it's, but Does it's she good. fight a lot in it? I saw some video on Twitter where like Allison Janney was like yeah. training fight. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? Like, yeah. For she what? plays like a former CIA like spy. Cool. That's cool to see like an yeah. older woman doing that. Not that she's yes. old or anything, but just like you know, like she's a no, yeah, butt. it's it's a different take on like kind of like classic storyline of like oh, like you know, kind of like rough and tough old guy that lives and doesn't talk to people and isn't personable, but yeah. then has like this really dark background. But like, it's and they're pulling it's a woman, back so it's cool. in. Out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but I yeah, I look forward to that thriller of. Of your life with the Jehovah, living next door to the Jehovah's Witnesses. I would just call it next door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, okay, so we get to uh, Mrs. H's office, and she is talking to Spinner and Linus, and uh, 
they're trying to get her to cancel the sex seminar by showing her the flyer about the free condoms. And she's like, well, I did approve this. And she denies the claims that, you know, handing out condoms, talking about sex and promoting safe sex is going to force people to have more sex. Um, She's like, as someone who has fucked the principal and (laughs) and faculty. Listen, she's like playing with her hair the whole time. She's like, listen, boys. (laughs) As someone that fucks, I could attest that condoms are necessary. A lot. Condoms are good. (laughs) Yes. And she references the gonorrhea outbreak last year, i.e. Miss Emma sucking dick in the ravine. <laughs> yeah, that's and my girl. She started a revolution. <laughs> Get it. Um, <laughs> and she, you know, she doesn't see eye to eye uh, that this about the seminar being wrong. And um, <laughs> I think either Spinner or Linus says, like, are you a Christian? No, Linus is and like... She, Lionel is like, I thought you were a good Christian. And I was like, at first I was like, what made you say that? And I realized she's wearing a cross. She's like a small, it's very uh, small. It's very dainty and tasteful. She's wearing a small right. cross. So I guess they saw the cross. I'm like, I thought you were a Christian. And it's like, I am. Yeah. I'm one that fucks. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and Spinner calls her out for, you know, not having enough faith and not being a good Christian. Um, and she's pissed because she's like, listen, Spinner, I gave you a, or what's his real Gavin. name? Gav- listen, Gavin, I gave you a second chance and you're on thin ice. Okay. And she's like, and- you're welcome. Like Jesus. <laughs> yes, literally the, the, the Pope blessing <laughs> like, sign, literally. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and I would have pushed his forehead with it too. I forgave you, bitch. Yes. <laughs> Flick him. <laughs> I mean, but, like, honestly, Spinner is literally out here, like, about to burn all the bridges that he just built up. All of the goodwill like, he's built up, like, <laughs> over Lionel. Yeah. Who you just met, like, yesterday. Yeah. Spinner's like, just a fucking follower. Spinner, I can't wait till we see Spinner, like, get his own, like, be able to lead himself. Like, everything he does is, like, following behind Jimmy and them, or, like, now this. It's like, you need Jay. to get a... Jay. It's like, get a fucking... Spine, dude. Yeah, get a backbone, yeah. please. Um, cut to the video announcements. M- video announcement. Marco is like, "Listen, bitches, we don't fucking care about the friendship club. The seminar where we're handing out condoms is happening this afternoon." And Lionel, yeah, Lionel suggests uh, he's watching it in like utter disgust. He's like and truly. And he's like, you know what? We should, they, um, what is, uh, he says they're giving announcements because the system is against us. He's doing classic Christian, like, actually, we're being persecuted. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're persecuted, the ultimate martyr. Canada is not United States, but I feel like they have a lot of similarities. I I think it's safe to Mm -hmm. say that, like, Canadian Christians also aren't being persecuted. Yeah. Yeah. Christians aren't getting persecuted anywhere. It's a it's a lie. No. It's not a thing. <laughs> Literally not a thing. Um, I think some parts of the world where they are actually a minority, where they are actually a minority, where I'm like, that's yeah. unique and also has a, a lot of different history that's like not really the same as this. You being upset yeah. that condoms are being passed out because that somehow is an affront to you. 
personally. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot, um, specifically in China, <laughs> I remember, I remember before I came here and I was like very gung ho for Jesus. People are like, oh my gosh, be careful. You know, they persecute Christians there. You're not allowed to say you're a Christian. Um, I remember he- China has before. a bad relationship. Yeah, China has a bad relationship with Christianity and Western religion because of the literal, like, <laughs> missionaries and colonists that came into their country. They're like, no, we don't fuck with y'all anymore because y'all be bringing nonsense. Yeah. And, and like, even saying if they don't it's go for Jesus, but you're just controlling us. Well, it's still just like, um, it's reactionary. It's the difference between, like, um, someone who is white who hates black people and a black person who hates white exactly. people. It's like, it's not right. I'm not saying like, hey, yeah, it's fine that you don't like white people, but it's typically in reaction to a history of violence and persecution that yeah. creates that versus like Christians who decide that they're being persecuted. And it's like, that's, there's no evidence of that happening. The opposite is yeah. actually true. <laughs> yeah. And you could be a Christian, you just can't try and convert people that live here. Well, you know, because some of them also just think that, like, in you not being one, that is is what's oppressing them. It's like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you, honey. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Exactly. Like. (laughs) (laughs) And Spinner's radicalized immediately. And (laughs) it's like. Yeah, I'm in. And so they're like, we're going to take the school back and make it safe again. And I'm like, oh, my God. What what level of violence is going to Right. I was, I like, was like, is this another school shooting? <laughs> like, I, was, I was like, is he going like, to bring a gun to school? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I mean, like bomb threat? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And and Spinner's dumbass. I'm like, we've been here before, Spinner. Like, are you not? You wait He's like, take okay. Like, yeah, I've been happy. Yeah. No questions asked. Yeah. Okay. Pull up in the Sri Lanka. That's right, Linus. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Li- we've got Lionel a barb for Jesus, and Spinner is just a barb for anyone that will give him attention. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's like sad though. It's like oh no. <laughs> it's sad, but also like Spinner, like you, your fall from grace was of your own actions like this you were true. popular and popping yeah until you, you, you did shit, you. y'all would have been ruling the school still damn <laughs> <laughs> we get to the library and darcy comes in to try to talk some sense into spinner and because the friendship group the friendship club is like rallying troops um <laughs> and he's not hearing it he he's like listen i'm gonna do what's right and that's, you know, it's that's I have to do it. And that's terrorize and, these poor people just trying to learn about safe sex. <laughs> and then Lionel comes in, he's like, all right, it's time. And they all like pick up their picket signs. It's giving very much the same energy of like, we don't want these black kids that are all white school. We're, we don't want integration. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the same It's giving Ruby, fervor. Br- Ruby Bridges like outside of the school. <laughs> Very much <laughs> so. Like, um, why do we have to call, like, the National Guard? <laughs> it's giving, go back to your country, like, don't be a slave with that mask. Like, it's the same nonsense. Yeah, and also, like, I feel like what Lion- Lionel, or Linus, I- we've been calling him two different names. I don't care. 
fucking, I think it's both. fucking dick wad. <laughs> I've written both, so I just read whatever well, I write actually, each time. Actually, last night, I just recorded with Andrew. We Die First is coming back. We just Yay. recorded our very first episode as we come back from, uh, on screen. And um, someone gets called a fuck rag, which I think is probably the best <laughs> insult I've ever heard. So Linus, this fuck rag, does not know rag. how to... Um, win hearts and minds because the smart thing would have been to just have a counter event don't uh, pick at their thing just have like a a safest sex <laughs> yeah seminar do you want to get into heaven do an abstinence Come only here. seminar go, go for it and i feel like yeah it's that annoying mm-hmm. still because it's a counter event yes but it's like yeah actually if you're trying to like you know proselytize and trying to like convert, I'm like that's how you do it you don't just like show up and be like exactly Show people what you're actually about versus what you're not about. But, you know. <sighs> he he is a cult leader, he's so he doesn't really know. So. He, he's, this is, this is his, his first cult ever. So, like, this is a learning moment for him. Mm-hmm. Later on in life, he'll really get his strategy he'll together. He'll perfect it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, the Friendship Club comes in to protest with their picket signs and this is Marco clocks that he's like, what the fuck is happening? And he's just like flat, like truly flabbergasted. <laughs> Cause he's like, what the fuck is this? But also he like, and, I love that yeah. immediately. It's just like, no, 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 no. We're not doing this. Like, no, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Look at our boy um, all grown up. Marco. We love to see it. Him. <laughs> Marco and Lionel go head to head. And, um, Marco pulls out his crucifix to say, you know, because uh, Lionel is kind of like being like, well, what do you know about like uh, faith? What do you know about, about like Jesus? being a good Christian? Yeah. And yeah. he's like, um, hello. Which for a moment, he kind of, I feel like for a moment, it actually, oh, his name is Linus. For a moment, it does like, <laughs> um, uh, he, I feel like for a moment, he almost is like, oh, but then like gets, I pulled up like the, the, quotes from this episode mm-hmm. i feel like they were there was a good back and forth but then he's yeah. like um well first off linus says you're promoting promiscuity and alex is like you're promoting stupidity <laughs> i forgot alex was there yes love it that's my beat. love it um but yeah um he, oh yeah he's like what do you know about church or something or like and margo goes i do every sunday and that's when he pulls out um his crucifix and then yeah. Linus is like, they, and they let you in? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ. It's like, what do you mean yeah. you? And he's like, homosexual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's it's very much like, okay, so now you're just going for the, you're, you're just trying to, you're trying to win this ridiculous fight. Well, that's what with, it's all about is the homo, homophobia. Because yeah. like, I mean, obviously exactly. he's like anti-sex, I guess. But then yeah. I think it's, it's even a bigger affront to Linus that's also led by, like, the school uh-huh. gay, you know? Exactly. Um, so Marco Marco is like, get the fuck out of here, like, you bigoted freak. And this is when Lionel says, it's better than being a homo. And then Marco says, Spinner, and Spinner, get your little friend and mm-hmm. get out of here. You can go to hell. 
And this is when Lionel says he'll see him there. And then uh, he says, well, I'll see you there, F-slur. And I'm like, oh, my God. I did not remember him saying that. And I was like, Neither oh, did I. And I was like, Mark will get behind me. Mark will get behind me. Like, <laughs> I'll do it. Oh, but this, the, the but this moment is you. fucking... This is fucking perfection because Marco, like, literally, because Marco turns around to, like, get back to his seminar. And then Linus is, like, coming out here with the slurs. And then Marco swings around and literally, like, backhands the shit out of him. Marco, like, pirouetted into a backhand. I was like, what? He, like, spun around. Oh, it was fucking amazing. (laughs) It was amazing, but also kind of hilarious. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And... Linus falls to the ground like the little bitch that he is and (laughs) and then as he's like leaving the gym he like yells out to Spinner he's like don't let them corrupt you Spinner (laughs) what the fuck is this what kind of like um what's that what was that uh that's the not the Spanish Inquisition, the Crusades. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was so like weird. I well, also because like Linus is like trying to like get his like you know he's building a cult, mm-hmm. so it's like this is gonna like my second yeah. in command. Like you know, yeah. I have to have like my right hand yeah. man. So she's like you know exactly. <sighs> but Spinner is obviously torn because he's like God and my friends that I just made when everyone else left me, but also my OG friend. Like that's really hurtful. I don't. How? Where do I end up? Uh, we get back to Emma's. Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot Sorry. all about. I forgot like that. This is oh still god. this episode. <laughs> okay. We get back to Emma's house. Who is there? We've got uh, Caitlin, Spike, a numerous amount of adult women. Apparently, Spike's friends. And then also, at the same function, on the same couch, we've got Emma and Manny. Did you also catch that Liz was there? <gasps> I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't. I Liz didn't. was there. And okay. also, um, the one black girl from Degrassi, like junior high and high, who when they were talking about um, cl- clothes suicide, he was like, hell. He's going to hell. Oh, yes, the religious one. Yeah, she's like there. I was like, that's her. Like, he's going to hell. Damn. He's going to hell. Wow! Shout out. She popped up in the. Uh, like, she oh. popped up in a different scene, but another religious fervor episode. Right, Good but yes, Manny and Emma are in the mix. One of the girls, is. and this is you know it seems to be like a kind of like you know a tapas, small finger foods type party, and this is when uh, some new servers arrive who appear to be from the Chippendales franchise. <laughs> <laughs> and the the women there are are like getting all hot and bothered they're like oh yeah this is what i uh, i called out of work for this and then you pan over and you realize that manny and emma are also there and they're like lusting oh over. yeah <laughs> like uh, these are minor and, i'm pretty sure these men could go to jail uh-huh. for this like i don't uh-huh. i don't know if they're full nudes i know sometimes yeah. when um Male strippers come to the to the you know, vicinity to the premise of the home. It can get pretty crazy. I mean, I feel like is there some reality TV show where someone got in trouble because they slept with one of the strippers? 
Is that a Real Housewives episode? No, they wouldn't get sent home because it's like they can do what they want. No, not sent home. But like there was like after like a big night like out where there are strippers, then there was a rumor that one of the wives slept with one of the strippers. Oh. Is that Real Housewives or a different show? Maybe. I, I've never heard of this, but like I wouldn't even put it past. I've also been watching a I've been watching a lot of Wii TV, so <laughs> that that could be from anywhere, honestly. Yeah. Um, but uh, Spike is not opposed to her, you know her daughter and her daughter's best friends being there. It, the breaking point for Spike was when there was the dessert chef that came in and started taking off his clothes, and Spike was getting all her in her fifis because he was blonde. And you know who else is blonde? Snake. Yeah, <laughs> they he, look nothing alike. They, yeah, I was trying like, does he look like? I'm like, kind of like he's like. I guess he's tall and skinny and blonde, so it's like, I guess like yeah. I don't know. But snake. Snake is like lanky. That guy was lanky, wasn't he? He was like just tall, dark, and handsome. He wasn't dark. <laughs> or he was tall, blonde, and handsome. <laughs> yeah, like um. Yeah, I don't, you don't have to look back at it, but I guess this is like, she's like, you remind me of someone. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, and then everyone else is like, uh, uh, strippers are over, damn it. <laughs> It's the I as someone that has never been around like any sort of like stripping event, mm-hmm. I feel like it's got to be a real like buzzkill when everyone's having a good time and then someone has to come in and like get like guilty about it. Or you like know? someone like literally starts crying. You know, <laughs> yeah, crying at the strip like, club. Come on. Exactly. It's it's uh, no. Um, we get to the dot and Darcy and Spinner are chatting and she forgives him because I guess that's what she, that's, that's her character trait when it comes to Spinner. Um, and she says that he should apologize to Marco and to everyone because it was fucked up. Darcy was always on the right side of things. Oh yeah. Uh, she's, Spinner wasn't. Well, because even when the protest was happening, I don't think Darcy went. Did she go? No. Yeah. Because like, she you was guys, like, I'm no, not doing that. Yeah, she's trying to talk them out of it bef- when they were, like, doing the planning stages before they walked over there. Yeah, she has fucking sense. She's like, this is not how you go about it. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, Linus um, is in. She's like, yeah, I'm in the friendship club, but I don't do what Linus said. I do what I want. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, because I think early in the episode, she kind of mentioned, like, hey, you should kind of be weary of Linus. He has some weird opinions about things. I think is she kind of warns him vaguely, but doesn't say exactly why. Mm-hmm. Um... And so Spinner decides to go up to the table where the crew is hanging out. We've got Marco, Ellie, um, Jimmy's there. And he decides to uh, try and make amends with Marco. And then Jimmy comes for him um, and is like, oh, like says something snarky. um, Because again, Jimmy got shot because of Spinner. <laughs> and then Spinner has the audacity to snap at him and be like, not today, Jimmy. I'm talking to Marco. And I'm like, bitch, <laughs> don't you ever talk to me like that. I was Tim, Team Spinner on that moment, though. It is like, Jimmy Jimmy has a right to be upset with Spinner as long as he wants to be. But it's like, I'm literally talking. I'm not talking to you. Like, you, you, you also don't get to dictate for everyone that they can't be friends with me. Like, but also, like, 
I I kind of took it as like Jimmy has Marco's back because Spitter just fucked up with Marco again. <laughs> but see, I don't think. But, I, but the thing is, I don't even think that Jimmy was standing up for Marco because like he's standing up for Marco. Which is, I think, because he's just like anything to just shit on Spitter. Like at this point, at this point, and I'm not I'm not saying Jimmy is wrong for being upset. Cause I'm like he literally got shot because of this shit and is in a wheelchair. But like, <laughs> I know we're talking about this is like there's a real people. But like. Um, <laughs> At a certain point, it's like, just ignore him. Like, honestly, the best thing you can do for Spinner is to just, like, act like he does not exist. You just said you're dead. He, you told the boy he's dead to me, and you're still going out of your way <laughs> to, like, it's like, just, you gotta just, like, ignore his ass. Like, you waterboarded him. Yes. <laughs> I guess it was, like, I, I agree with you, but I also think I'm, like, Spinner, you're coming to this table to apologize. Like, maybe, like, don't come in so hot. That's, a, that's like, true, too. Like, maybe, like, cool it. Just cool be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, he kind of snapped at Jimmy, and I'm like, you didn't have to snap. Like, you could have just been like, Jimmy, not today. Like, or, like, Marco, can I talk to you outside? Like, it could have just been easy. It could have been a little bit more calming coming into this apologetic phase, but. You're right. I mean, Drake's just annoying. So, at this point, anything Jimmy does, I'm just like, shut up. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, so we get back to Emma's house, and Caitlin and Spike are talking about her feelings about the relationship. And this is when Spike admits that she's still in love with Snake. And of course, Emma is lurking in the background. She overhears. <laughs> she's part. She's the third party of this conversation. Yes, always. Yes. Uh, okay, so our last scene is outside the dot. Marco is talking with Spinner. And, and this is when Marco's like, listen, Spin, like, you're really fucking lost. Like, you need to figure your shit out. Like, you, <laughs> you're just kind of like a wandering spirit that's just attaching to anyone that's an accepting host. And <laughs> you need to, like, you need to figure your shit out. <laughs> He's like literally okay. like the Annabelle doll. He's just like <laughs> literally, literally. <sighs> and he sits down next to him and like is kind of like a gesture of like, listen, I'm gonna be here for you as your friend, even though you continually show me that you ain't shit. But I'm gonna be here for you again because I understand you're stupid because you're a spinner. Yes, it's. You're not. You don't have the same like wherewithal that that us mature people have, Um, which you know tracks. Like not you know Marco's mature for his age. Spinner is gonna take till he's twenty five for his brain to be fully developed. Yeah, he's like literally what that study is based off of. Is like he's a one person like literally (laughs) till he's twenty five. Do not ask him to sign any waivers or anything because he's literally a child. Uh Uh huh. Um, and that's when you get our scene of like, okay, Spinner's got a friend. That's not Linus. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Because I'm like, that was going to be dark. I don't know if we, if I could handle a Degrassi cold episode. And with Spinner, like a fully like continued radicalized person. Oh my God. I literally was like, I don't think Degrassi's ever done a cold episode. Yes, they have. Yeah, they do. They do. They do later. This is just a little sprinkle taste. Uh, but that was our episode. That was our episode. Um so what song yeah, what song did you choose? 
Okay, I went old school, um, and okay. I decided, given like this the the um, the topic of sexuality and people doing what they want to do, um, I went with "None of Your Business" by Salt and Peppin. None of your business. Yeah, because Linus needs to fucking take listen to that song and be like, sit your ass down, mind your business. I feel like when it comes to specifically like the religious right or like Christians like coming for like be like you need to be abstinent like you know like if you're gonna be a follower of Christ you have to follow these rules like you need to be absent I feel like they're just coming from like a rage of like hormones and then also jealousy of like they're like listen we want to fuck so bad but we can't and so we need everyone else to be suffering with us (laughs) For this to be honestly, okay. you're not totally. I don't think you're wrong. I'm like, yeah, I think <laughs> that's where I the, think the, it's the like rage comes people from. who bought into something and who are upset that people didn't buy into it. And then it's like, oh shit, there's mm-hmm. a way I could be living instead of just recognizing, like, hey, maybe I should reevaluate my life. They just dig their heels in farther, exactly. and it's like, or you're just unhappy with what you exactly. are doing. Maybe consider mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, uh, love that. None of your business. What was your um, song? I, I chose uh, because of the the religious fervor of like the cool guy Christian that Spinner's like trying to become. Um, and I feel like this reminded me of my cool Christian era when I would go to like youth conferences and stuff. And like mm-hmm. you would listen to like the cool Christian, <laughs> the air quotes are hovering around me, the cool Christian <laughs> music. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, well, then there's like the the contemporary Christian bands that like were mainstream kind of, but then also like heavily like religious. Mm-hmm. One of them being Switchfoot. Yes. And I chose meant to live because we were meant to live for so much more. That's the that's one of the lyrics, and I feel like that's, oh, I know that song. Yeah, and it's like, but we were meant to live for so much more, but then we lost ourselves. And I feel like Linus is just like we're losing ourselves. We need to come back to Christ, and we need to abstain from these sinful ways, my brothers and sisters. I bet you if so. Linus got his nut off just once, he would chill. He just, it's just all that pent up sperm. Mm-hmm. It's not good for you. It's, it's just, it's let it out. I feel like, um, and also I feel like Spinner, like they would, they would have like their like kind of like part, like their kind of get togethers and they're like feeling angry. Like we just need to rock out to, we need to rock out with Jesus to let our feelings out. They would listen to Switchfoot. I buy it. Yeah. 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 That's a good choice. Um, be sure to check out our unofficial Degrassi's Next Generation playlist on Spotify and Apple. It's in the description. Oh, my goodness. Um, I can't believe we're coming so close to the end of season five. I know. Wild. I know. It's wild. I, I swear know. to God. We're about to get our first graduating class. We are. Oh, my God. Wow. Yes. It's our first graduating yeah. class. This is intense. I'm going to cry. I won't. But um, I will be sad. Um, so next week we're coming back for a two-parter. Um, so jump out if you, you don't want spoilers, if you're really watching this for the first time. Um, but trigger warning for this episode next week. 
Um, Our lips are sealed, parts one and part two. Um, In part one, Emma's life is in complete chaos as she feels she's losing all control. She soon finds her solution when she and Manny go on a strict diet regime, which includes cutting off junk food, exercising, and purging. Meanwhile, tired of living with Joey, Snake makes an attempt to reconcile with with Spike. And in part two, Emma's downward spiral continues as her dangerous diet turns into a full-blown eating disorder, and it could have dire consequences for her as her loved ones come together to help her. Meanwhile, Alex and Hazel try playing nice for Paige, who is tired of them being at each other's throats. Oof. This is gonna be gonna be a good one. I already watched it, and I'm like, I'm gonna be annoyed at Emma. Not because of what she's going through, but because of her acting, it's kind of weird. <laughs> um, interesting. I I don't know if I remember much of it, and I almost want to like like watch ahead because I'm like, I wonder what does she do. It just it gives me a little bit of like <laughs> her her acting is coming across as like this is like her kind of like. Like, what she's doing is, like, her, like, sinister plan. Like, an evil sinister plan. And, like, she's kind of like, I don't eat. I don't, I you know, like, I, I don't have any calories in my system. But it, and it's seeming, like, the, her eyes are giving, like, this is my evil plan that I'm going to take over. Like, that's her control that she's acting, but it's more sinister, which is kind of weird. So I'm interested to, I'm going to rewatch it before next week, but I'm interested to see what your thinking is. And listener, if you're hearing this, let us know what you think about next week's episode as well. Because I'm just like, it's reading a little, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's it's, because they were going for like, oh, this is a dark kind of like sad moment for Emma, but she, it's kind of like, like my evil plan is working kind of thing. Interesting. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Um, okay. But thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Oh, be sure to check out my podcast. We Die First is coming out this Friday. We have a new episode. Yes. Scream. Check it out. It's going to be fun. Um, but thank you so much for listening. And as always, we will catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads.